0: Cappy oh god guys let me tell I am in such a great mood said like the stars align like I'm gonna under- let me tell you let me I'm, I'll explain some things to you thank god you guys have me so when you get older and I, I wish I wish I knew at the age of 12 to tell my parents no I'm just not going to school homeschool or whatever i didn't know it was an option we if we need children's advocates that's what we really needed so kids not like i'm not going to this nightmarish psychological hellhole this insane asylum you call the public schools um and but the problem with with going to school and and going where the lemmings go is you develop uh kind of like value systems that they do whenever <clears throat> you get smart enough, if you're smart enough, you abandon the value structure. I don't mean principles or ethics, but what's important in life. Like you abandon that if you're smart pretty much in college, certainly when you enter the real world. But, you know, this is something the younger generations don't know because you never abandon. Mm-hmm. Mommy and daddy suck off daddy's kitty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need bail out. So you still <clears throat> generally the older generation, you still subscribe to consumer. Oh, I need to be all it is all it is my generation. still the majority. I'd say like 75% of them, 75% of them still think what's really important is to have fancy clothes. It's, it's the same stuff we had back in middle school and high school, except now you, you added two zeros to the price tag. So it was a hundred dollar pair of jeans. If you can imagine that in the eighties now, it's well. That's more than two zeros. That you had three zeros. A million dollar house and a hundred thousand dollar vehicle, and you know, precious little chill wins. You dress up and you treat them like that's what kids are nowadays. It's just dolls. You dress them up. You don't really care. You outside. You ship them off the daycare as you always do. Uh, and he like my son. Goes and plays hockey. Well, good for your freaking son. <laughs> Never under this sport. My, th- all the extracurricular activities. It, it, does he know how to like, I don't know. C- can he wire a house? <clears throat> can he swap out a transmission? Even I can't do that. I'd be impressed if you can. Anyway, so the, it, all that happens, all that happens is just a continuation of, I don't even call it high school. It's middle school. It's just a continuation of middle school, but it's more expensive. <clears throat> but if you're smart, if you're wise, you get middle age old man wisdom. And I'm I'm honorarily inducted into this prestigious organization because I got here before anyone else, my generation. <clears throat> Largely because I didn't have kids, I did spend more than I could afford. And so even though my my neighbors are literally miles, miles away, uh, there's still somewhat of a community, and you have some people over. And most most I'm a second effectively retired. Right, most of the people my age who are foolish enough to have children, oh. <laughs> and not Ray. I'm not talking like Juan or Alex, where you guys actually invested your children and you raise your children and you love your children and take them on vacations and adventures and trips. I'm not talking you guys. I'm talking the ones that mass produce. My son plays hockey. Good. Hope he gets hit in the face with a puck. Ooh, such violence. Um, I thought a dark thought. I won't say it. Um, oh, shoot. Where were they going with the, the thing? Anyway, uh, so, oh, yeah. So <clears throat> I don't got no kids, right? So you're kind of on the fast track to old manhood. You're on the old fast track to old man And then you arrive and there's all the old time. You're like, hey, what's up, kid? Like, hey, what's going on? What do we do, guys? And the old man says, this is it. This is all we do. He wears his Vietnam veteran hat. We have our coffee, and we pick on each other's penis sizes, and then we go golf. That'd be the Vegas variety of old manhood. You go, you have a good time, smoke cigars, play golf. Vegas, it's poker, and the old men come over. <clears throat> and as as many of you tuned in here before, you probably already know the goal in life. Is not materialism. It's not wealth. Uh, these guys have it, not maybe in spades, but they they're financially stable. But it's it's stability, peace, contentment, and maybe something to do if you're lucky. <clears throat> and so, in terms of what you derive value out of life, imagine that like you're you're effectively retired, so your finances are all taken care of. So now that frees up eighty at forty hours a week, fifty with commute. You probably got grandkids or any you know, kids out of the house, so you got a lot of time left over. And when you start turning and focusing your attention on, if you're smart, if you're smart, it's not oh, I get a Range Rover, or oh, what, what? Like it's not a continuation of high school. It's not still participating in in middle school BS <clears throat> that for these guys in a decades ago. For me, decades ago, but you know they they're not abandoning. What you do is you start to look for like, I want to optimize, if not outright perfect, your your living situation, your abode, your life in general. Like, is are the vehicles, are they they're due for oil changes? Did we change the oil? Is it starting to sound like old man stuff? This is the old man Olympics. I'm in. I'm one of the youngest inductees in the old man Olympics right now. You know, uh those those floorboards on the patio, they're kind of not a couple of them need taping, tapping down. Um, I really ought to armor all the, the vinyl in the cars. <laughs> and the reason why is, is you've you've brought you grown up, you know, you you had cars that, oh yeah, I cracked it all that. So you, you kind of it's maintenance, but you want the smoothest. And most efficient running ship possible. Not a big ship. You don't want a big house. You don't want a lot of vehicles. You're still a minimalist. But the stuff you do have, you want it. It, You want it ship shape. I'm sure captains of actual ships in the Navy would know. right? Because you know that if everything runs smoothly, your operating cost of the time you have to spend on it is less. So here I am. You know, building a big, uh, not big house, building a new house, that's a huge project because there's all this stuff that has to go into it, you know, caulking where they didn't caulk, doing all the work of the guys, but landscaping, as you guys know, putting a lot of retaining walls. Why? So that in the future, I'm not hauling in dirt. (laughs) I don't have foundation issues, draining, French drains and all that. And so what's Jack, go to bed, go to bed. It's in the morning here. So uh, they they said unto me, "These the old timers, because they thought they knew more than the rookie coming into the old man leagues." They said, uh, "Oh, new house, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, you're gonna be working on that for years." And I already knew, like, I'm not working on this for years. <laughs> this is this is not going to be a list, a litany of things. That keep me awake at night, like a mosquito in my bedroom, as I try to go to sleep. Because that was that would not be contentment. That would not be peace. And I had kind of a very already, maybe I didn't have it written down, but I had goals. I had it. I knew I had objective, pretty clear and identified objective. And I'm like, this house is getting done. There's nothing. There's no liabilities. There's no mental liabilities or chores that are going to be floating out there like the normie conformies inferior. Who have boxes upon boxes of stuff, both them and their spouse, from college they've never opened. That have clutter and crap in their real lives and thus their minds. I'm like, nope. This is this is the USS Cappy. This house is going to be in ship shape, and it's going to be done within a year. Now I that that didn't <clears throat> I didn't make that time quota. It was about a year and three months. And I've talked about it before. I don't. I don't talk about it because I'm bragging. I talk about it because I'm bragging. But this is very important because when you get to the old man leagues, which you will, you're my listeners. You're my followers. We're generally subscribed to the the thing. We're not. There ain't a lot of material this here. I think most of you know not to start dating Tiffany from Edina with her degree and Masters in Journalism to bail her out and then play that stupid game at at prestigious Pines Way in the suburbanite development and play to keep up with the Joneses. We're all on the same page here, right? So this is coming. But I I wanted it. I wanted this like, nope, I'm going to get this done. And uh, I'm not kidding, guys. I discovered like a whole new level of standard of living. Like I, I claim that vice comes after... It's a joke, a tongue-in-cheek joke a little bit. I'm not claiming to be some, but but there's some element to truth that I say vice comes after self-actualization on Maslow's hierarchy of needs because society does want to participate with itself. Everyone kind of hates it, certainly in Western civilization. And I'm saying <clears throat> this, I hate this quote the phrase, but cleansliness is next to godliness because like when we're little kids, your parents force you to clean up when you really didn't have to. But it's not so much the cleanliness. I think it's having every possible thing done. Everything off that plate. And these old timers, these old timers, like, oh yeah, got a lot. Got We're cut off for you. Yep. Like, We've been here for seven years, so working on. I'm like, that's not me. I'm not going to be here seven years, you know, putting gravel on the driveway. All of it gets done. All of it gets done in a year. And then, <clears throat> then. With no liabilities, as if you did your homework on the bus ride home Friday afternoon, you can enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I am at the place where I can enjoy the rest of my weekend, except the rest of the weekend is the rest of my life. Because I got the solar panels installed. There had to be some drainage. Make sure the, the, the dirt that the solar panels were on didn't erode away. All right. And so <clears throat> I had to dig a trench, had to put up a little, another retaining wall. And I put the last brick on that last retaining wall. It's done. Now I know there was other stuff done with the, with the art and all this, but the solar panels came in later. So it restarted it up, but it's done, man. It's done. Oh, there's always mining things like, yeah, I guess we could throw up a couple more pieces of art. We got some extra space on the walls. Cause again, going from a one bedroom of your entire life to a full house. Gee, Brain, what do we do today? I have no idea, Pinky. I've never. <laughs> this is a big mouse cage. Holy cow. What? <laughs> and now, and, and, and see, I and I want to I want to get the old timers over, you know, like eh. and I don't show them, you know, I don't show them the pond that I the swamp that I turned into a pond that we could almost go swimming in. I don't show them that. I don't show them my, my nice deck and patio. That's all there. I'm like, look at that retaining wall. You see that dirt? That dirt is retained. It ain't going anywhere until I'm dead. See those solar panels? Those solar panels, I'm I'm dead by the time they got to be replaced. I basically want to show them like, hey, you know all those things you got to do? This is where the real competition comes in. Here's where keep it up with the Jones and the Bragging Rights is, oh, you see, my perfectly clean and kept garage that doesn't have one thing of clutter on the ground. Everything is hung up. The storage from my the proudest thing of my house. And you talk to Donovan Sharper, old Tomasi, about these old man wisdom, old man wisdom. It's the storage that I got that hangs above the garage because garage doors go up and then they curve, you know. So they, they, And most people put their garages a couple feet above that. I, I don't know, like eight nine foot garage. I have a thirteen foot ceilings, tall garage. Put a ton of storage, <clears throat> ton of storage right up there. And it so when the garage opens, it's there. You're not using that space. All my stuff is off the ground. Everything is organized and as I've said, before, you want to you want to get an erection over something. Let me tell you. let me give you some genuine middle-aged old man porn here. Let me give you some genuine porn. I don't have one box of clutter. I have a box of mementos <clears throat> that I will look through in the nursing home upon my death. Say who the hell is this? But everything has been put away. I have a scrapbook I put all the important stuff in. Anytime I get a picture from my nieces or nephews, I put that in there. My fossil collection is all organized on a credenza with the right lighting. I'm trying to think of other... Oh, and time with the last brick that goes into the last retaining wall. I finally got patio furniture. And the patio furniture is... um, it's kind of a tragic thing because it indicates you're going to have that many people come visit you someday. It was like, yeah, <laughs> we're never going to have that. filled. <laughs> I might with some of the local people I ran into, maybe I'll get enough people to, to to use it and actually have a legit party. But I I was like looking at the, the amount of uh, seating I have, essentially. I'm like, I don't think that many people are ever coming to this house at the same time. But for Atham and Chat, we're gonna have lots of patio seating outside where we won't we won't have to even be sitting close to each other We you, you stretch out with your arms like this, have your cocktails and your beers and your cigars, or in Atham's case, a pipe and uh, but the patio furniture is even there and and okay maybe <clears throat> maybe it's not officially done, maybe it's not the last screw on the maybe it's not the final. Stroke of a paintbrush painting the ship that, you know, oh one one they put on the big zero ones on the U.S. Navy ships. I do have to get a cover for the patio furniture so, uh, like, the sun doesn't bleach out the cushions and they don't blow away in case we get a lot of wind. Oh, the tree should stop that. So, okay, I got to order a cover. Um, I might tack underneath the patio, tack the... We do get wind, but it's not that bad. It ain't that bad because of the the berm and the trees. But there have been some gusts that have made it through. Tacked down the um, the, uh, seats, the patio furniture, with a wide uh, washer on the back and a screw that goes into the feet so it holds down the uh, patio furniture so it doesn't blow away. Maybe that's overkill. That's it. That's it. And it, and so it's it's like now you can sit. at the, not Atham. Chad was here. Chad was here when there was like a chair. There was a chair in the house. That's it. I got a picture of it. I think I should frame it actually. It's just a folding chair in the living room. <laughs> There's no blinds. <laughs> that's it. You start to like, wow, I really was a minimalist. Holy cow. Like we gotta place, we gotta figure out something to sit. <clears throat> and now I get to sit over my domain. And there's not that's it. There's nothing left to do. Nothing but maintenance now, guys. This ship is ready to get out of port. We're uh, drop it into the water. It's done in the building dock. It's the last brush of paint, the last stroke of paint. Send her out in that ocean. Now I'm gonna take this ship. I'm going to sail out in that ocean. I'm going to die out there. And the ship is going to keep on going. And so now it's just mowing, watering. Maybe not even watering. Maybe next year we'll get some rain. Who knows? Love to haul in all the hoses, um, oil changes, brake pads. I it, mean, it's like, oh, yeah. Did the homework, guys. I did my homework on the bus ride home. Now there ain't no homework to do. Oh, did you save your homework until Sunday afternoon? It's time to get serious about retirement. <laughs> what do you mean? I got a lot of fix income. And, and, man, it's a whole, like I said, like I said, vice is, comes, is on top of self-actualization. And whatever we call this maintenance-free life, or maintenance. There's always maintenance, but maintenance, minimum life, uh, life, like no more chore life. That dude, that is I'm richer than Bill Free. I'm not joking. I'm what? What, what is Jeff, Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk? OK, yeah, I, I admit there's still CEO or, you know, what's his name? Bill Gates has got to run around with his nonprofits. Dude, all that work. I, I, uh, By that time, you're not going for your money. You're going for your legacy. But they have different goals. Uh, Have fun with that. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Have fun working, Jeff. Thanks for conveniently setting it up where all the stuff is delivered to me on your internet site. That's wonderful. I'm eternally grateful for that. But I ain't going to do this 80-hour work week. Whether it's working on my house or working on the thing or the stuff. I'm like, nope. And now Cappy gets to get back to like, we're going to do podcasts. Going to do asshole consulting. I'm going to like mow the yard a little bit. Oh, and then the bragging rights to the guys. Oh, I showed a picture of my clean. I know this guy, Frank, obviously older than me with a name like that. <clears throat> so I took a picture of my garage because I'm, I'm like, yeah, look at this. This is the coolest thing I'm proud of the storage. I'm also pretty proud of the retaining walls. I did a good job on that. And so I, I showed Frank. I say, look at that, Frank. It's like, what is that? I'm like, that's my garage. It says it looks so clean. I said, there's not one thing on the floor that doesn't have wheels. That's my rule. There has to has to have an engine to be on the ground. Everything is put away otherwise. Well, there's a, a recycling <clears throat> uh, bin. And I do have two folding chairs, but I use that to break out and lift the garage when it's raining to have a cigar while it rains in my clean garage. And he was, he he was happily pissed. He's like, Oh, that's horrible. Oh, you're a disgusting person. (laughs) He's got his garage all filled with crap. I see. uh, He says, you even got your cars in your garage. I'm like, yep. Yes, I do. And that's a goal, guys. Let me tell you, coming from this new high-level standard of living that makes you richer than Bill Gates and um, <clears throat> the bald guy, both of which the, the divorced guys. Oh, wait, that's all of them. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. How do you be richer than Jeff Bezos? Don't get divorced. Hey, good night, everybody. And, uh... Oh, yeah, just it's a good aim for it, guys. Aim for that small house. Okay, don't worry. you got plenty to work on. You have plenty, especially if there's grounds that need to be kept. You get a small house, small grounds. Get on it. The the year, the very first year you buy your house, you're on it, fixing up stuff and putting it on autopilot. And then you get to walk into the league of old men. And they say, uh, "Oh, nice!" You know, they visit. Oh, I like what you did here. Yeah, I've been meaning to do that for years. Yeah, I meant to do that for a week, and it got done. Well, yeah, you got to organize. Yes, I do. Yes, you're not even bragging about the stuff. You just bragging about the cleanliness and the orderliness. <clears throat> did you put it in that retaining wall? Yeah. What about the the boulder wall? Yeah. And then, then they slowly start to dawn, like. This guy doesn't have any projects. He gets to go and have fun. Now you're darn right. And it's timed. And it's timed with that bleeping effing sun. Finally went away. The heat finally went away. And now it's hiking time. And so now Cappy gets to do his podcast. I get to tell you about the, the. Two dumbest groups of people in America. Like. Dude, bro, finance guys and female athletes. And there's nothing wrong. I should I should qualify the statement of female. I'm not a female athlete. That's good. Go make your money. Let's say delusional female athletes who don't know how menopause works. We'll get to that later. Then we we'll get to slam on them. And then I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna I don't know. What am I, what, what, what I gonna know? get to do whatever we want it's like the end of a movie you know sun setting down buffalo bob shot bad bart <clears throat> and then the townsfolk and the 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 nice little school mom lady who for whatever reason isn't married where are you going buffalo bob i don't know wherever i want someday wasn't somewhere wasn't that the end of uh lazy sales where you going somewhere somewhere I always wanted to go somewhere, even though it was a goofy, stupid movie. Not that funny. Not that funny. Oh, I know. I just committed me. Not that funny of a movie. It was good. It was good. Somewhere. I always wanted to go somewhere. That's where I'm going to go. Where are we going, Captain Cappy? Well, I don't know. Just go forward, man. <clears throat> and now options are on the table to start doing the things I always wanted to do again. Now this house is squared away. I really do want to do that motorcycle ride. I don't know. I'm going to go somewhere, but I got to wait for a recession to hit because hotel prices are insane. I remember doing that in Canada. I just had the GF go and book me a hotel. I'm like, yeah, I do the range, look at the weather. I want to be in this town. Can you find me a hotel? Yeah. And then she'd say, okay, here's your hotel and here's where you stay. You know, $40 Canadian. Like, here's your, here's your U.S. quarter. Thank you. <clears throat> just go somewhere where are you going don't know i'm going west and then it's always what i wanted to do just like not even know if you and if you do that you got to get some jerry cans of gas on your motorcycle and just go man just like put the phone away pull into a town hey is there a hotel oh, yeah let me crash here where you go i don't know I'm not, not even know where I am like to truly like get lost. Although the sun would probably tell me where I am and I've hit enough roads. I probably know exactly where I am at all times. Just try to get lost somewhere in Montana, Idaho. Be nice. Um, let's go to super chats. Oh, today. Oh, I got to hang on, hang on. It's going to be, uh, hang on. It's going to be a very unprofessional. Um, One, because I didn't look up my stuff before. Mural buildings, poor people. All right, let me log in here because we gotta do fan mail, and then we got a. This isn't it. Come on, man, just, just. All right, it's gonna be that. It's gonna be that. Three fifty. Okay, they've changed things. No, <laughs> uh. <clears throat> is this it? Is this why I log in? Did you change it on me, Microsoft? Thanks, Microsoft. Thanks. Because Windows 7, we couldn't just keep updating that perpetually, right? We had to change things right. Just bear with me. You know what? Go get yourself a soda real quick if you want or something like that. No. Should we remember your choices? Yeah, please do. But you never do when I say to do it, Microsoft. It's always different. I'm okay hey log in. hey here's an unnecessary click for you to see your email um where'd it go we got a new sponsor I want to lead with the new sponsor here we go um and this is all new this is all let me go here okay so the website is bowtideraptor, bowtide, like the tie, but it's tied, past tense, raptor.substack.com. And it says data science and machine learning 101. And I apologize. I'll put that in the in the chat. Are they going to make it that I can't put something in the chat? YouTube, right? Because we can't put links in the chat. God help us. All right. So, I asked him, and just reading his email here. So, the site bowtiedraptor.substack.com is a simple newsletter for those that are interested in becoming a data scientist or for those that are already in the profession. The newsletter is split up into two types of readers free subscribers and paid subscribers. Here's a quick bullet point for them. So, I asked him for bullet points. This isn't him, like, you know, this isn't script for him. I just said, Tell me, give me, let me know what I'm doing. So, the free subscribers. You could read all the free posts. Topics include how to fix a resume, acing the interview, learning how to program in R and Python, learning how to make machine learning models, some commentary on the current state of the data science industry, and then paid subscribers. You get a one-on-one resume review, mock interviews. I think you spelled mock wrong. uh, Q&A monthly insight on successful data science projects you can implement in your industry. How to find data science careers instead of jobs, revenue gathering, generating roles, access to the content for the BT. What's BT? BT Data Science Network, Deep Learning Practitioners, Machine Learning Engineers, Neural Network Researchers, et cetera. Let me know if there's anything else in here. No, actually, that 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 um man, the way you presented that, that's very clear. That's very nice, very, very um helpful. So there you guys go. Um, I will, you know what? Let me put this in the where'd it go? Where'd it go? Here it is. Paste. Boom. Cause I do have a lot of um <clears throat> young men. Cause let's just admit. math is hard, right, girls? Why are we not making as much as men? Thank you, I'm um yeah, I got a lot of we got a lot of young men and stats actuarial science data science computer science so that helps because all i I don't know anything about the field except some general very basic stuff but uh since you are in the field you can help them navigate getting a career in that kind of like how chad helps out the kids get a uh, career in um accounting uh and then also if you kindly would while we're on the sponsors um I have two more main ones that got to do it. Uh, there's the way of monkey book by Turd Flinging Monkey. You're all coming to this old man wisdom. Whether well, you, you, you ladies too, you're tuning in. If you're listening in, you're not one of the normal girls. You're a superior woman. You are honest to God. You are because you're empirical and you pay the f attention. Um. So, but all you know, so you're going to get curse of the high IQ, listen to empiricism, major in STEM, all that other stuff. But you girls are going to face this thing too. And whether you girls like it or not, you're going to be joining the men's club, you're going to be hanging out with the old timer with his Vietnam veteran hat. It's there's this stereotype. you guys have all seen it. Some of you are starting to get into their range, you're all in your 30s and 40s, you're starting to see it. If you get coffee anytime before 7 a.m., you've seen this guy, he's all over the place. It's the thin. He's not fat. It's the thin black man with the gray hair, peppered gray hair. Not fully. He's not Morgan Freeman gray hair, but peppered. You see, he's got maybe a little bit on him and a very clean Vietnam veteran hat. You know the guy. He's there. You know, <laughs> you know, the guy ran around with a purple shirt and picked his navel. You know, him, don't you? No one's going to get that one. <laughs> Here from neighborhood can have the broad kid wore a purple shirt round around, picked his navel. You know him, don't you? <laughs> but that got that guy, y'all ready? <clears throat> you girls are gonna join that prestigious group. You're gonna be one of us. I'm gonna be like, oh my god, what do I do? Have some coffee, talk about your penis size, even though you don't have one, make fun of their penis sizes. And then get into golf and, and uh, solve the world's problems at 6 a.m. Coffee. That's that's the league, the league of extraordinary old gentlemen you get to join. <clears throat> so I'm going to link. What what was I pasting? Oh, there. No, that's not it. Oh, that's what I was talking about. So the way of monkey book by Turd Flinging Monkey, because we are in new times, a post marriage society. It means we're in a post family society, which means most of you are not going to have kids. Uh, if you do, you'll have purpose and reason, but even then, your kids will leave, they're going to have grandkids, or in theory, they'll give you purpose and reason in life, but you're not going to spend all the time with those grandkids, so you got to figure out something else. And uh, the way of monkey book is probably I've said it's the modern day Marcus Aurelius, I should probably promote tfm and put it that way because it really is modern day you ever off by one key and you're typing some foreign language man marcus aurelius <clears throat> so uh as you guys know turfling monkey has got a podcast on alternative platforms because he keeps advocating <laughs> i disagree with the taking women's rights away it's like no it's, I we should have a topic account to we should discuss about that a <clears throat> a true debate not yelling and slamming but a discussion maybe uh so just so you know you're kind of getting into that if you go tune into the show uh but he did write a book that is quite apolitical and uh it's really good uh the way of monkey book and if you are stressed I had a guy who was suicidal, which, by the way, I can't help you if you're suicidal. I can only reference you to the professionals. <clears throat> and um, uh, you're because we have decided society's decided we're going a completely different route now that is not congruent with your genetics, your programming or what you want. Everyone has to wrestle with that fact. And now it's just, essentially we're abandoning society. We're abandoning each other. The individual is so far up each other's ass or their own asses uh, that there's, there's no humans to interact with. What do you do? Well, I recommend the way a monkey book. <clears throat> it's kind of a Tao Te Ching, kind of Buddhist type of writing, but Westernized obviously, and therefore more practical. When three monkeys go forth and snort their farts, How many bells do you really need? Just, what is it in English? Knock it off with the Confucius stuff. So I'd recommend that. And it is a good book. And I do have it. I even got wind chimes because of it. Wind chimes, Cappy. Well, imagine how big of a step that is for me. I know it's basic, but they're nice. They're relaxing. I hang them up there. Boy, they don't, you, you need a lot of wind to get them to make a noise. Almost like when it gets windy, I'm like, oh, my God, they're they're chiming. I got to rush there and sit down now, which is actually the complete opposite of what you want to achieve when trying to calm down. There you go. And then uh, also uh, VeloWave. So I got my solar panels. Let me get this VeloWave. That's not it. Edit, undo. Edit. Edit. Um, what the hell? Okay, no, I'm not going to save. Don't save. (laughs) I had the... Oh, God, really? Why do you charge so much for sponsors? This is why... All right. Copy. Here we go. All right. So, uh, Cappy has an electric bike. Pedal bike. Pedal assist. It's a VeloWave. I have the Prado S model. I've provided... I think I'm providing the link below. Okay, I've provided <clears throat> the link below, and um, if you want to get into, it, it's a very specific group of people that's of use for. Usually, it would be if you want to commute to work and you have a short commute, or you like it would be perfect for New Yorkers, urban people. All right. Uh, I got it for more emergency purposes where I have a vehicle that can carry me long distances in case there's no gas. I hook up the bike trailer to it, haul all my gear and equipment with me. And it has a range of about 45 miles on one charge. Maybe not with the gear, but with me on it, I can go about 45 miles. And it's cool. And I even got like biking in it again. I mean, if you pedal, you can go further. But think about that. It, let's say you pedal just a little bit. You can, and I got the thick one. I got the big one. So it's heavy. I think the, the lighter models could go further. But I got a 50 mile range, renewable, rechargeable thing where in a post-apocalyptic world, I could get long distances. It could go off road. Now, obviously it won't go as far and fast off road. But I could get away from the masses. And when all the highways clog up with cars, because the normies, conformies, and inferiors have have a quarter to take a guess, think they're going to make it out of the major metro. Think about this. You're in the major metro, right? And you got this vehicle that you could park, you know, anywhere. It's a bike, right? It's not a vehicle, so you don't have to pay for parking, right? So you just hook it up. You attach it with the bike lock around a parking meter. You're not paying gas for commuting. You're not paying for parking. You go to the local thing. You can do all electric. You don't have to pedal. It just becomes an electric scooter. You go around. All right. Perfect for urban living. Or you happen to live in an area where your grocery store is down a block that way. And your bar is down that way. And your gym's the other direction. All right. So like places where golf carts are. You know, the people who live in islands. So this is like ideal for that, <clears throat> but especially if you're in a major metro, you're not getting out of that town with your car. So what you should do is you go get this prod OS, right? Because you get two hundred dollars off if you use the code word Aaron A A R O N A A Ron capitalize, and then while all you know all the cars have have blocked the roads, and you just go by on the sidewalk or the trails, the paved trails or the the shoulder or whatever, and then you you are twenty miles easy past where the 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 uh the traffic has ended, and then you look behind you if you want, you can attach rear view mirror, although it'd have to come up off the bike, you attach a rear view mirror. Why would I attach a rear view mirror so you can see San Francisco and Chicago burning flames behind you and like bye bye all the death and carnage and mayhem <laughs> like hey, hey look at the democrat policies at work all right we knew they're going to kill everyone <clears throat> and then it's nighttime and then you take guards so you got your, your your you should bring your your towing uh your bike uh what's it called trailer and you're like, here's your AR-15, here's your AR-15, and here's my AR-15. And now we're going to go to sleep, and you got to shift, and I got to shift, and you guys, to We're all going to get six hours sleep. All right, back on the bikes. And then boom, you put another 45 miles between you and the chaos. <clears throat> and you keep heading south where it's warm. And all of a sudden, you're in some town, middle of nowhere, Indiana, and it's safe. And then who knows? Maybe and you know, and you know, the solar panels are charging the bikes, and and then you're like, hey, for I think it's sixteen hundred dollars, well fourteen hundred with the uh, with the two hundred dollars off for fourteen hundred dollars. That's a pretty good insurance policy to have, don't you think? You could throw it in your car if you think you, if you want to get ahead of the crowds. You get in your car and you think, yeah, we're gonna to have to abandon the car when there's no more gas. But you'll be the one. It's like having a horse, essentially, in the Wild West. What it is. <clears throat> All right, so there you go. Let's go to the super chats. I haven't gotten to the topics. Atham, whoa, whoa. Atham discovered his wallet. What? What? A ten dollars super chat, which tragically I can't see. I know it has to do with uh, Mexican culture and feces. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume Mexican poops is in there somewhere, with a spastic rabbit or a raccoon or some woodland creature farting hearts or something like that. Me, Mike, two bucks for every young Smith and Wesson before I accept old age. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you another something. Are you gonna tell us something? I'm gonna tell you something, dude. I'm almost 48. I'm gonna make 50 look so damn good. I'm going to make 50 look spectacular, man. <laughs> and I, every, let's not lie either. Every guy wants to be like, I want to be that silver fox so I look good. Why? So the girls still hit on me. I've let go of that. <clears throat> it's not going to happen. All right. You're not going to, the younger girls, not, not even the middle aged, the girls aren't just going to, no, no, no. Especially if you're short. Don't even, don't, just like, hey, how you doing? Oh no, no, I'm I'm just I'm just happy I look this good. You're forty-eight, damn right. Whoa, you look great. Yes, yes, I do, don't I? I do. And I'll be perfectly honest, it's mostly genetics. Being in shape helps, yeah. But it's mostly genetics, but I'm gonna darn right. Darn right I'm gonna look good. But just don't don't have the expectations you're gonna dolph Lundgren it up. So the client. <clears throat> He wanted me to do a clarity test on Dolph Lundgren. Very interesting fellow. He's like, you missed the best part. And I'm like, what? Oh, he's engaged now to this young 25-year-old thing. And he's 64. I'm like, how would I know that? I wouldn't advise getting engaged to a 25-year-old. You didn't have sex with the 25. but don't get engaged. It's like, good for Dolph. Good for Dolph. Uh, but I'm not doing this. Unless I'm terminally ill and there's going to be pain. I'm not doing the Smith and Wesson retirement plan, which you can read it. What is the Smith and Wesson retirement plan? Well, go get the book. Enjoy the decline and you'll find out. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Me, Mike, five bucks. It toast to those failure to launch millennials and zoomers will have the lowest divorce rate in history because they ain't getting married. Saying she ain't got no eggs, no more A, She's dried up with her eggs. Zero eggs. <clears throat> um, they well, they're not getting married. There's three you now you're talking about three things, three separate things. You you're talking divorce rate, marriage, and reproduction, which are three separate things. At one time they kind of correlate, now they don't. Um, it's kind of good they're not getting married. I don't say because they're not capable of it, but it's kind of like guns. Americans have proven they're not responsible with guns. And I'm I'm still against gun control. <clears throat> But there was a time, high schoolers could take their guns to the to school, and you know there was even you know uh, marksmen groups and sports in high school sports. You go to the rifle range, uh, and now we've we've raised irresponsible children. Where oh no, you can to have guns. Oh well, the, the American people should look at that and realize what the politicians are saying of them. They're, and they're right. You're you're right. You you don't want guns in the LA public schools. Well, maybe you do. <laughs> maybe you do want fentanyl on the streets. Maybe you do. Big case of it. Here you guys go. Oh, you want heroin? Here's all of it. What happened? What? Where's the crime? Oh, huh, what what happened? Um. But marriage is the same way. We're we're just not a responsible enough society for marriage. No one's responsible enough. You just aren't. Men aren't going to work and support themselves. Girls aren't going to be remain attractive or thin or so or supporting or kind. So it it's just it, it's uh no you, you don't get married anymore. I mean you have the right. Just you should have the right to get a gun, but you probably shouldn't. Um, and then the the eggs thing. We're gonna get to that. Oh boy! Oh boy! She ain't got no eggs, no more eggs. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Peter Jordanson, the <laughs> uh, thinking ape, always calls him Jeter Portinson. Uh Peter Jordanson uh, says, "If you have no kids, then you are immature and delusional." Ho ho ho. Let's listen to the drug addict. Yeah, let's also listen to the guy whose daughter is a single mom whore. Attention whore. Just a despicable person. All right. I was thinking about this. How many many video responses can I do to the stupidity over on the interwebs? And I like Jordan Peterson. He's right about most things. I still respect him. But like this one, it's like. He was like Dennis Prager. Look. Could we agree that uh, Jordan Peterson and Des Prager kind of come from the same cloth? Oh, idealism. Hey, look at the cute major sitting behind the enemy line. Or it's not behind the uh, enemy, uh, over at Battalion and with not sipping his coffee. Well, we here at the front lines are getting mowed down, and they're telling us, oh, just, just, that's not really happening. Get married again. You can't help it that they're old. Thank you, Jordan, for breeding. Thank you for bringing your daughter into this world. Thank you so much. What a contribution. And that your grandson or grandchild, I forget if you had a grandson or granddaughter, I'm sure they're just going to grow up under the best of conditions. Oh. Generation of power for five bucks. Micro bleep. Auto updates in Windows 10 that you can't turn off my biggest annoyance. Um, so I didn't know this. So I I bought a Xbox One, which never again. I'm like in PlayStation or Xbox ever again. I'm just I'm a Switch man now. Um uh, Xbox One, the operating system is 10, Windows 10. And so you're it's always updating, and that's why you can't play your games. I am shocked I found several games that were cheap and affordable that had minimal updates and downloads. <clears throat> but now it's just a standard thing. They've spread your butthole with an anal butt plug for you young boys and girls to just accept downloads and then updates. And then you got to get the DLC. Then you got to pay as soon you got a Sequoia Redwood with Microsoft's logo on it up your ass. <clears throat> no, nope. I buy the cartridge, right? I own the game for Nintendo. I put it in the Switch. I turn it on. I play the effing game. And it turned out Xbox has Xbox Ones. There are several variants of Xbox Ones, and not all Xbox Ones games play on the different play. Like, okay, all right, just maybe, maybe your truly loyal customer base, Microsoft, will tolerate the further widening of their assholes. Not me. I remember going and I want to play. Uh... What was it? It was a game that came highly recommended by a female agent in the field. Not that she played it, but her nephews played it. And I said, oh, this case. And and now now, hat tip to the uh, the GameStop employee. She said, hey, you need to have this type of Xbox to play this game. I'm like, I got to go back and find out what kind of Xbox one I got. Google searching because that's what I want to do. Look under here. You know, it's like trying to check the gender of a gerbil, which Vince over at uh, Masculine Geeks does all the time. Like, oh, I think it's a boy. No, it's a girl. And then I'm like, oh, I think it's an S. No, it's an X. Oh, I can't play the game. That's that's what I want to do. So, yes, your Xbox One will update all the time. And I just. They literally just attach a controller to a computer. That's it. You might as well be playing uh, uh, PC uh, Master Race. The Blue Wrench is in the house. I got his book here. Where is it? The Velocity of Information. It's out of my reach. It's too far on the ground. The Velocity of Information, written by Dr. David Perroden. If you have kids, please read it. Vlad Elkoms is in the house. <coughs> <laughs> someone not me uh oh that was me i can't ban myself i put that in there i'm like who's spoofing me i'm like oh it is me legitimately oh my god celebrity celebrity red pill manister celebrity t rash is in the house ladies and gentlemen my goodness <laughs> when's that book coming out Evan, 10 Canadian bucks. I met a guy from Bangalore and junkly said, that's where my job will soon be outsourced. He laughed and said, everyone in Bangalore is worried about having their job outsourced to the Philippines. This is very germane to my next book coming out, which is not going to be a terribly long book, but it's going to be an addendum to bachelor pad economics. When are you going to come out with a second edition? Never. Um, I'm not rewriting a book. I will make an addendum or a companion piece uh because it really is i I have a feeling corporations are so focused on money that they are forgetting the long-term viability of their profitability and that is look you you can't you can outsource certain things but if you're just going to chase you know save an extra three cents on a dollar outsourcing to the philippines because you get paid you're you're going to alienate uh countries and cultures and entire societies and there's going to be no reliability or responsibility they're just gonna be like no we're not working for you it's where the lie flat and the uh great resignation or the quiet quitting is all coming in i can't find employees why should they really why should they work for you why uh and then that consequently brings about the question: Well, then, what kind of work environment are we going to have in the future? And it's going to be one that is very self-centered, not in a an arrogant way, but it has to be. It's like I'm 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 not working for a corporation; I have to support myself outside corporate employment. <clears throat> so you can have government jobs—that's one way to do it. But self-employment, obviously, but it's it's more than just do dropship, bro. Self-employment, get a side gig. It's it's more critical than that. Hey, 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 what did we talk about action versus words? When, hey, isn't tomorrow the last day for the extensions, Chad? So you start working on what now? Your teachable class, right? You need to get out of Chicago. So what do you do? I need to lose weight. Don't be a chick on us. Don't chick out on us, Chad. Don't you check out on us. You start packing your stuff and looking for an apartment. And then you you rent a U haul <clears throat> and then you head south. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Yeah, da, da. He ain't got no eggs. Ish Master, five bucks. Hey, Cappy, just passed my CDL road test. Congratulations. Congratulations on not being poor. Being richer than nearly every other millennial at half their age, <clears throat> I'll be working on getting a job and endorsement. So you pass the test, you don't get an endorsement, or What? Well, I guess you pass the test and you go get that endorsement on your driver's license. Uh, congratulations, though. That's awesome, man. Uh, do me a favor. When you're not driving, when you get your first real driving thing, send me a picture of like you on the road with your rig. Uh, you know, just email me over at assholeconsulting.com. I'll email you back because you can't attach, but then you can attach the picture. But that that's awesome, man. That's great. Like what? Three, four weeks of study and work and practice. And now you're more, you're going to be more employable than about 85%. I'm not joking. 85% of idiots that went to college for four to six years. Think about that. In 46 weeks, you accomplished more than what most kids do. Uh going to school for four to six years and at the price of at least a hundred thousand if you include opportunity costs. <clears throat> that is awesome. But just so you know, Ish, girls are gonna be like, "Ooh, Ish, he's a truck driver. Ooh, Grody. <laughs> she ain't got no eggs. No more eggs. Oh, uh, actually, what would be hilarious ish if you're the guy driving the the egg freezing machines, I'm picturing something very science fiction looking like they're all glowing green or something and a lot of tubes coming on glass, glass cylinders, and you're just driving <laughs> with a hat. And there's a bunch of old 40-something women, like, clawing at the stuff. And there's this guy with machine guns, no, get back, get back. You have to pay 100000 to use these. Uh, <clears throat> bah, 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 bah. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, oh, don't want to skip, see, this is why. This is why we gotta do it. We gotta do it thoroughly. Thorough. Man, we got a lot of girls. We got Savannah in here. We got Lauren. In what's what's with the Atham? Stop letting in all the girls, man. We put up some chicken wire. They're still getting in somehow. <clears throat> uh Eric Burns marsh five bucks. You brought Peterson and Prager. Don't forget hoax arrest Gavin McGinnis. Oh. Uh, wasn't he the hipster dude that wasn't all that cool, but he had a funny beard and dressed with a bow tie. Isn't that basically the, uh, conservative libertarian version of Russell Brand? You know, crazy zany stuff. I know it's very boring here. <clears throat> I know my books are boring. I know my advice is boring. Spend less than you make. Don't major in dumb stuff. Uh, socialism is slavery. What else? Don't get fat. Eat your vegetables. I know this is boring, sad, dry stuff, but I've been telling you this for decades. And now people, you just put crazy, zany things and the kids eat it up with a spoon. <sighs> Funny hair. Oh my God. Did you know Cab or tits or tits? In his any haircut, whether that's a beard like Gavin or, or Jesus Christ haircut, Russell Brand. <clears throat> or um or he I'm what's the gal? She's from Rapid City too. Um she ain't got no eggs rapidly coming up. Um she complained she couldn't find a man. Uh not Meghan McCain, that's John McCain's now fat daughter. Um Whatever they blend again, it doesn't matter. It, it's just it's a set of tits. Honestly, I'm I'm not joking. Okay, cutesy, nice set of tits. Here are your talking point, sweetheart. Read this and just take the money. <clears throat> it's another thing of kind of run silent, run deep. Like if you guys reach this prestigious old man league, <laughs> like you get your finances together. You got your your used truck paid off. You got no flash. You got no cash. Like those guys, I'm not kidding. It is, I bet you, you could do this. So you got the stereotypical thin, not fat, thin black Vietnam veteran with gray hair and his, his cadre of fellow retiree guys. And they're solving the world's problems. And they're there on a Tuesday morning drinking their coffee. Right. And they're going to go golf at a nice golf course, nicer golf course than what I can afford. And then you also have these <clears throat> cutesy, girly girls coming in, some professionals, some just young and cute. They can't find a man. And these girls wouldn't give these guys a second look. Now, admittedly, probably because of their age. I'll grant you that. But they wouldn't even consider these guys. and I mean, like, those guys got all the money in the world. Those guys got their military pension, the VA, whatever, their engineers or whatever. Because yeah, you look, you know, look, that brand new Mercedes is not owned by me. And it ain't owned by the girl behind the counter either. You know, it's Herman, the thin black man who's going a little bit gray, Vietnam veteran with his hat. That's him. Herman owns that. You, We're going to get to this. You girls wouldn't know a rich man if he hit you in, his, in your face with his dick. With a wad, with $100 bills, with rubber bands wrapped around his dick. He could take it to the slingshot. Plap right in your face. You wouldn't know. same thing, give me, give me, what's happened to him? What happened to the zany guy? What happened to the clown? Oh, he's probably got way more. I know he's probably doing way better. I just, I'm like, look, you can wait for the shiny, zany clown to come in and tell you what to do, what the right advice, or you can look for the quiet, boring, run silent, run deep, Ward Cleaver. Somewhere in between I lay. I'm a little more charismatic than Ward. I'm not a circus act freak show like the other guys. And I like, don't get me wrong. I agree with them. I'm happy to see these guys on that. But it's like, look, do you all need, I guess, I guess you need the lights and the flash. I guess you do. It's human nature. (sighs) Oh. Are we there? Do we catch up with all the Super Chats? We are. All right. Um, Hang on. Hang on. Now, why don't you go take a break? I'm going to go look this up. Oh, hang on. I got to go on Twitter first. Let me do that. That'll be the most direct way to find it. Let's see if Twitter would load up. (laughs) Twitter also having five different... You want to log in, log in, click here. If you want to log in or sign up, log in, sign up or log in, log in. You want to enter your phone number? Just let me log in. All right. This was very interesting. Someone tagged this on me on the, um, oh, there's the other article. Uh, let me type this in study by Kruger. Could be the unprofessional. Those aren't zeros, Aaron. Those are zeros. Hang on. No. Like I said, take a break, guys. Here, I'm going to mute this. I'll let you know. I found it, but it's behind a paywall. But I found the thing. Uh, Let's let's read the Twitter one. Okay, Twitter, you have to reload, huh? That's always that's great. I'm right on the page. I won. You got to reload. All right. A study by Kruger, 2008, and I'll see if I can't find a more detailed thing. Provides a compelling example of dishonest signals in a different domain. Make sure I'm not there. We go. Oh, let's get rid of that study by Kruger 2008 provides a compelling example of dishonest signals in a different domain. Kruger found that men who spend rather than save, and especially those who spend more money than they make have significantly more sex partners than those who are more frugal. Nowadays with the advent of easy credit, men can use copious conspicuous spending to exaggerate their earnings. When it comes to the use of dishonest signals in the arena of reproductive competition, MasterCard has become an analog to Maybelline. In theory, the existence of dishonest signals would be expected to create selective pressure for adaptations, enable people, ba 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 boobity, 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 boo. <clears throat> the Science of Sex Appeal, Evolutionary Expensive is the title of that. Um, I want to find that particular one. That's it. They, they got it under wraps. They got it under wraps. You got to pay to get this thing. Science of, Evolution of Features and Attractive Founders, blah, 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 blah. It's 2010. This is a different study. That is also <coughs> under the... Thing. All right. So here's here's the thing. You kind of knew it, but well, I'll tell you a story. There was this group of guys. Story time with Uncle Cappy. Everyone gather around. So back when Cappy was going out in his 20s, this this group of guys. And they were even younger than me. And it was a continuation of high school. Like these are the popular guys. They they came in. They were the cool. Yeah, they were friendly. Nothing wrong with them. But I was like looking at it, and I knew what it cost to have a car. Because I had crappy cars. And these guys came in with brand new cars, fancy cars. And they they were the they were the level of partiers that if you went to a party, they'd have um cocaine at the place. So I'm like, All right, these. They're connected. These are the cool kids from the suburbs. And I was doing the math. I'm like, all right, maybe one or two of these guys got the extra money, but there's no way they can afford those cars. Not at that age, and not on that salary. And sure enough, you find out like you will in any high school. Yeah, most of them didn't have the money. Uh, another one very closely related, also in the Twin Cities. I went to a wedding. Oh, my God. The most douchebaggiest wedding I've ever been to. So this guy gets married, and he works at a at a, a company. Let's just, do. I can say it, sales company. All right, it doesn't narrow it down. Sales company. And uh, invites the best man and friends. Obviously, some people come from from this company, and they're all salesmen, bro. And they're these are people in their 30s now, mind you, and they're wearing sunglasses indoors. And just the stereotypical. Like you're in the last stages of your years, dude. And I'm not talking to a guy getting married. <clears throat> I'm talking to all the guys that were invited. Like this is it. And they all had some young thing on their arm. All the cars were all BMWs and they all broke down later. And brawl and like, and I'm like, look at this. And I was in my thirties at the time too. I'm like, really? 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 And the wedding was more of a nightclub environment than it was like a wedding and, you know, having fun. And maybe. and just watching these douchebags, and that's what they were, stereotypical douchebags, giving their dude bro speeches. I'm like, well, then later on, that fast forward several years, I run into one of these guys, and he's working, he's, he's moving, he's working for a moving company, he's moving furniture. What happened to the sales thing, bra? Oh, that went under. What happened to all the money, Brawl. Oh, you didn't save it. And what you did make, you spent more. And it and at the and whereas <clears throat> we could point out the hypocrisy, the ridiculousness of how they act. They got laid. They had gorgeous women on their arms. I mean, they ruined their finances. They're crippled financially for the rest of their lives. They are never making it to the land of Canaan where Cappy and the league of extraordinary old people hang out with nothing, you know, no obligations, no reliability or uh, liabilities or responsibilities. All right, yeah, we win in the end. But at that point in time, yeah, they got laid. They but you had to go into debt to put up this, which <clears throat> we're talking science, right? Right, people, right academics? That's a scientific study I just quoted. So what another bit of evidence? Women are whores in a way, huh? men are Johns, women are whores. Literally from an economic perspective, not all I know, <clears throat> but the guys, if they spent the money sending out signals, that's the context of what it women thought, Oh, they made more money, which I understand women want obviously go with the guy, but it's about money. Don't tell me. See, and I've never, I've never claimed otherwise. I've never. Oh, hang on. Oh, look at that. There we go. Boom. Early. <clears throat> I've. It's always been that way. It always has been. It's just when, when it's when it's the transaction goes through barter, then it's love. It's romance. It's a Disney movie. Oh, he paid for a house and provided provided you know, put food on the table while well, he paid, right? So isn't he kind of a John and she kind of a whore? Like, isn't it, that's prostitution? No, it's different. No, it's not. But it goes to the extent, like, and, and it's kind of the same way, like a lot of you young people, you can't afford a house. One of the main reasons you can't afford a house or tuition is the exact same thing is because you're allowed to borrow money to afford these things. And so now you're given 10 times the amount of money on a 30-year mortgage to drop on a house that you wouldn't have been able to afford a house if you had to pay cash for it. So that drives up the price of houses and tuition 10 times. And now these dude bros come in <laughs> and they borrow money, and let's say you're a responsible man, you know what the girls claim they really want, which would be better for you girls and long run, but I'm not going to even try to sell you on the merits of dating a guy who's responsible and frugal and a real man. (laughs) These guys come in with the wads of cash banks lent them. Oh, which they'll file for bankruptcy later on. So you girls like liars and thieves and cheats, but don't, I'm not going to, and they got their fancy clothes and they got their fancy cars and they got their house or their um, apartment or their parents subsidize them somehow. And you girls like, so wet. Hey, well, you know that Pacific Ocean? Yeah, the the biggest body of water in the world. Not the biggest body anymore. What happened? Chaz over there borrowed a ton of money and and bought a bunch of stuff on credit. And now all the women have created. So, they got so wet. There's a new ocean. It's called the Ocean of Chad. The Earth is practically all ocean now. <clears throat> And then for those of you who are like, you know, playing life on hard mode, you're paying, you're, you're, you're using cash, you're paying cash. Well, here's the car I could afford. Seriously, think about it. You girls, you girls couldn't, you couldn't identify a genuinely rich man. Again, if he took a rubber band, wrapped $100 bills around his dick, pulled it back, hit you in the face with it. I'm not advocating violence. I'm providing a joke. See if you guys still have humor. All right. By the way, kids, this is not child friendly. <clears throat> Probably have to mark it as such. All right, you wouldn't know it because all you see is pretty shiny. And I, I don't know. Maybe guys got we got this natural ability to suss out BS real quick. Wearing sun, remember the shade like the the blinded sunglasses? They weren't just a, a piece of glass like a sh- like a one piece. of got there was like blinds that shaded down. That's. <laughs> That's what they were wearing at the wedding indoors at night. (laughs) Sweetheart, come here. Douchebag, can you say debt-ridden douchebag? But he's got a shiny car and he spends all the money. Now, admittedly, many years ago, we're talking over a decade ago, I've always said women don't care about, they don't differentiate between debt or equity spending as long as you spend it on them. And for some savvy women, they're like, yeah, what do I care? I'm not going to marry the guy. I like being taken out. So as long as the consumption is spent on them, fair fair play to the ladies. You're right. But where girls get caught with their pants down, or maybe not because, you know, marriage. I saw this in banking is where you would see. Go get my book behind the housing crash. You can see all these fake dude bros when they end up becoming my. And here's, here's what the real problem is. You're wondering where these guys end up and where you girls get your comeuppance because you don't bother to read an income statement or a balance sheet. You're like, how does this businessman with his real estate empire, how come, how come he's always got to go to the bank? Like, I don't know if you knew this or not, but going to the bank sucks. You don't want to go to the bank. It's boring. It's a chore. It's like going to the dentist. <clears throat> and maybe that's a real quick way for you girls to identify. I'll get to my point later. Maybe another way for you girls to identify a guy who's really rich. He's not always going to the bank. You know why they're always going to the bank? If your husband or boyfriend and who's a successful business guy, bro. If he's going to the bank once a month. You know why he's going? Because he don't got the money. He needs to keep borrowing money. Or he's behind and he keeps getting called to the bank. And he'll, he'll spin it. Oh, I got a business meeting with my banker. My banker. My banker. Dude, my banker is the last. I got a banker. Nice lady. I don't want to talk to her all the time. And when I do talk to you, you know what it's about? Her family. You know, hey, what's going on? Won't mention her name. It's not about my business. You know why? I, I don't need money. I don't borrow money. Because my business, small as it might be, is profitable. <clears throat> but every time I see one of these gray-haired baby boomer MRFers coming in with their least Mercedes and their least Range Rover, they were always asking for more money and always come up with excuses as to why they didn't have the money. <clears throat> anyway, where it would end up costing you girls is if you were dumb enough to marry one of these dude bros, thinking that was all real money. And so what happened, and this happened a lot. It was great. It was wonderful to see. Where the the housing crash came, these guys had all their assets were tied up in housing or property, real estate. The way they kept their business going is as the property values went up during the bubble, they would withdraw money like a second, third, fourth mortgage. They kept taking essentially home equity loans out of their property. And to keep a business alive that wasn't generating the cash flow and actual profit. They were losing money. And so they would have to go and take money out to stay current on the current loans that they had, other credit cards and operating lines of credit that they had, loans to run their business. And inevitably when the housing, when the, Appraisal started coming in lower than what they were before, and we wouldn't extend them any more money. Their empire collapsed, like sometimes literally over a week. And then guess what would happen? The banks, multiple banks would repossess the car, repossess the house. And your little Barbie world in a Barbie world, it's fantastic. It's made of plastic. Yeah. Well, the plastic and then the banks came and took the thing and it was all plastic. It was fake. It was a house of cards. And these women didn't know. And what was great, if, if you want to see how sadistic and twisted I am. It wasn't like these girls were, like, married and two weeks later it happened. These guys kept these, essentially, Ponzi schemes going for at least a decade. So now you got kids, you're comfy in your little house, you got everything all the way you like it, girls. Like, you're invested in this. Bam! Gone in a week. Corvette's gone, the Range Rover's gone, the house is gone. And it's such a, like, such a crippling blow. Because it, it destroyed these women's lives. They thought they made it. They thought they got Chad, rich Chad. They got bankrupt Chad. Speaking of Chad, like you girls wouldn't touch Chad Elkins with a thousand foot pole. He's not six feet tall. <clears throat> Ew. He's a CPA. Snorzel. I mean, and I've I've seen him. I've watched his dating career. And it's it's imagine a quarterback. Chad's dating career, which is somewhat similar to most guys' dating career, but Ch- Chad's dating career would be like a quarterback who only got sacked all the time, badly. He's like, oh, oh, didn't, never even thrown the ball, fumbles all the time. But I know his defense doesn't cover for him. You girls went, but you know, some Chad, I'm not, I'm not saying he's wealthy, but he's financially stable, <clears throat> he's well to do. Makes a good salary. Well, not salary. He's genuinely self-employed. He has no debts. He has a positive net worth. Oh, but he doesn't wear those blinded shades indoors at night. He doesn't have a fancy shirt. Oh, but man, it was awesome seeing it with these girls, women. They're older than me. Where and and the snot-nosed kids who played hockey. These snot-nosed brats. It all goes away. All those assholes you went to high school with that thought they were bad because they had dad bought them a a BMW, a brand new car. You know, those those weapon grade asshole kids that a lot of them bit the dust back then. And sometimes, sometimes the solution these guys would have. So I actually I know one guy ended up in jail. Some of them, uh, the Smith and Wesson program, which did make the news a couple of times like, oh. Where exactly did you think running a money losing business would get you? And you played up borrowing. You took other people's money and built a McMansion and acted like you were super rich and successful, knowing you weren't making a single penny of profit. Where did you think that would end up? And sometimes they end up with the Smith and Wesson retirement plan. Wife leaves them. And then <clears throat> the wife is hosed. Wife is completely hosed. Now you got kids. The guy's that's financial deadbeat. You can't get any money out of him. He might be facing uh, federal charges and prison time. And you, with your stupid degree and whatever crap you majored in. Oh, it's great. It's great. And I would try to. And I, I, I the, Again, you gals that tune in, you don't need me to tell you this. You know. And I, But for a a general sense, like, you know, as I try to help young kids not major in dumb crap, in a general sense, I could help young women or any women like, okay, here's how you assess the financial stability of a guy without like actually getting his audited tax returns or a balance sheet or his credit report. Now, here's what you, you girls don't care about that. You're so immune and impervious to constructive, critical, practical, helpful advice. You don't want to listen to it. I could, I honest to God could, I could take the dude bro douchebag with the, you know, blind sunglasses at night, have all his doc. I could be a CPA, go up to the girl. Look, this guy is broke. He ain't got no money. Just like you ain't got no eggs, he ain't got no money. Ain't got no cash, no real cash. He only has liabilities, so much debt. Like, here it is. And here's an IRS agent to verify that this is all true. It would. Ping. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe, see, the. What's his name? Is it Matt Hussey? Is he the British or Australian guy who's really handsome and the girls are like creating another ocean for him when they listen to him? Like, could I could I tag on a financial addendum? Like, look, here's how you find a financially reliable guy. But I don't even think with his beautiful looks and charm and his his network, he they they just ah. they're not there to find a guy, they're pining after him, which he knows. Bravo for him. I hope he makes a ton of money and retires rich. But if if you girls were interested in actually stable, healthy, death do you part type of thing, you know, there's a course there, but I I don't know. Even real Fem Sapien, take a look at her. A lot of subscribers, still, I think 75% men. Which is impressive, you know. One in four people are a female audience, so that it's hope there. Maybe those girls, but it just shows you how little actual interest there is in in practical advice and fiscal responsibility. <clears throat> so there you guys go. It, it I, there's a compelling argument if you want to get the girls. Fashion is very important, and that the good thing is you can get some good clothes that look good. Um. Well, then again, I wonder: Do girls want to know what's on the brand name tag? Don't play the car game. Just don't play that. That's just, you know, I, I'm sorry, girls. You're you're presenting men with a choice. You can have hoo ha, or you can have financial stability and financial freedom. You can have both. Like college loans, like housing, you must go into crippling levels of debts to afford us. And I've I've said it before, you girls. I, I said. You girls can't make a bleep test illegal. You can't make it illegal for a guy to be like, you got to fight him. And then I'll maybe I'll go home with. Him. And you can't <clears throat> make it so that the pursuit of you ruins a man's life financially, career wise or whatever. You can't make the pursuit of women a mutually exclusive event to a man living a contented or not even happy, but just living a an okay, like namely his finances. But if you if you're going to, you know. But man, I'll, I'll tell you right now, you just pay for it. You're gonna say it again. You just pay for it. You want to talk about expensive? Maintaining a lifestyle for a woman is infinitely more expensive than just paying for it directly. Barter is way more indirect and way more costly. And I'd I'd if I had the time and the wherewithal, I would love to go and do a study. On the peaceful who live in prestigious pines, all these fancy McMansion suburb places, and I'd love to see what percentage of men are are in debt. Uh, you're going into debt to pay for it. That's all you're doing. And so I, it, guys, you get, you can't. I guess this is the what I would conclude with in this particular one. You. It's like, okay, you're on a boat and it capsizes with your family. Who do you put the the life res- or, uh, life raft or the, the life vest on first? Yourself, so you can save other people. You got to look out for yourself. You can't enjoy life if you're financially crippled. You can't enjoy life if you're not healthy. You have to take care of yourself first. So if the choice comes... Well, to play the game, I got to borrow money just to to essentially buy the attention and audience with women. <clears throat> no, you get your financial act together. And you know what? OK, maybe maybe the girls will never recognize you, maybe because you have a paid off truck and it's not as shiny as the guy's brand new whatever Range Rover. And then you don't get the girls. But, yeah, at least you get to eat. At least you're not going to the bank every month having to lie to everybody. Oh, yeah, I got to meet with my banker. I'm a high, important guy. No, you're a financial parasite. You're essentially panhandling at that point with an interest rate attached to it. You got to take care of your finances, guys. Now, thankfully, with the younger generations, I think they're they're dropping out of that. I think the Internet and and just the the despicable and, and untenable situation that corporate America and employers have made. Modern day employment, people are dropping out. The materialism is going away. And let's also just admit that younger generations are just lazy. You've been you've been instilled with a Democrat work ethic or a lack thereof. At one time, a Democrat work ethic meant real, no joke, like labor union, like union tradesmen. Now you're just a bunch of, you know, parasites, essentially. <clears throat> so, I mean, there, there is laziness, too. But I, at least thankfully, this seems to be going away. I mean, I was surprised, Chad. Elkhams went to a nightclub in Chicago and it's like, yeah, it was like $30 or $20 a drink or something. I'm like, what? That still exists. Um, I, I no, <laughs> it's a, hopefully, but it's still there. So don't fall for it. I mean, is, is really like is, uh, it was Cavarishi in my dad, I guess it's Louis Vuitton. It's not baton. I thought it was B-A-T-O-N Louis Vuitton. Like he tossed batons in the air. I was like, you know, those girls, are, that was impressive. Like, I guess. No, no, don't choose life. Don't choose here. Do you want to choose financial servitude? Do you want to choose slavery with pussy? Or do you want to choose freedom where you just pay for it anyway, but you're not going to get it permanently? <clears throat> Tommy Lauren, that's the gal that's from Rapid City. Thank you very much. All right. Let's go to the Super Chats. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Ba, 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 da, ba, da. Rawhide. Ass pocket. Hey, I got your email. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be singing Ain't Got No Eggs again. Now thanks. I got to get Kevin Savo in. She ain't got no eggs. I'm not a musician. I just got that ditty, that, that tune in my head. Um, I'm sure he could do a good rap. It'd be great. It'd be great. Uh, and I can't sing. He can sing. He could sing. He can rap. I can. not Maybe there'd be like a refrain where I sing or read in the background. Hand Clogs, five bucks. Uh, morning, Cappy. Going to Las Vegas and going to La Casa. But what else should I do? Um, well, I mean, if you like cigars, there's the man cave over on the south end. What's the weather? Is it still hot down there? Let's take a look at Las Vegas weather. Um 90s. That's not bad. You could you could start doing some hiking. Um go hike up other side of town in um Mount Charleston. I I go hike around uh Bristlecone Trail is a pretty good one. Pretty steep. Nice view once you get to the ridge. Um I honestly with Vegas um it it's golfing for me and hiking. Oh, I love the dog of no real value. Go I go to the dog park with dog of no real value. I hike uh if I'm on the west side I like Red Rock Canyon. Um there's you don't even have to go to Red Rock Canyon cuz you got to pay for it. There's a place called Calico Basin, I like hiking around there. <clears throat> um Black Mountain is always a fun one. Probably want to do that in the morning so it's not too hot. So by the time you're coming down, it's you're downhill. Thankfully, there's some wind up there. And um, I don't know. I just like the restaurants. The restaurants have kind of go, gone to pot. That's the one thing I will admit. I'm not a minimalist at I, I do pay for good food. Um, you know, I think I'm going to outlive my money. And it's like, okay, well, what do I do with this? I'm like, I I really want it because I didn't have food. It wasn't good. I really love food, man, especially the good food. Like, oh my god, it's I get. It's kind of like I get to bang the prom queen. I get to eat the great food. I want to bang the prom queen now. I saw what she turned out to be. The food stayed good. The prom queen didn't. I don't even know who my prom queen was back in the day. Um, yeah, yeah, I uh. It, it, the, um, I've discovered Brazilian steakhouses. That's pricey. That's like maybe a once every two month treat. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big casino guy. Uh if you haven't visited the Shelby Mustang Museum, check that out. Sloan Canyon, they have ancient petroglyphs there. That's cool. That's on the far south side. Uh kind of by um <clears throat> Black Mountain over in Anthem. Not Atham, Anthem. If they just changed the name a little bit, they would have had a really cool name. Statue of Atham. All these statues of Athams and various states of, of uh, embarrassing poses. <laughs> oh god, we, Oh, we live in Atham. Oh I'm so yeah, you gotta see he's mooning the entire neighborhood. Uh so yeah, that's what I would do. I just, just go get a whore. Just <laughs> go get laid. Just do it. Go have some fun. Uh hat and Clogs, two bucks. What cigar should I get? Um, I don't know. If you're out La Casa, their house brands, Detroit. Um, I would get. Get one of their Detroits, whatever varies gauge and and length and size. Um, otherwise, uh, Rocky Patels are good. I always go with Connecticut wraps, lighter cigars, because I'm not into the the heavier cigars. But that's that's the cigar I would recommend. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. We got a $20 here. Marcus Brown, who said, hang on, let me show you. So Marcus stopped by. And he didn't have to Marcus that was an awfully kind card you sent so he got me a silver dollar with an Indian head on it and that kind of cool I don't know if that um yeah and then on the back there's a buffalo now yeah it's not a not a uh, an American eagle uh but I th- these are cool these buffalo silver dollars and he got me an actual silver bullet it doesn't fire I don't think it has any uh um <clears throat> gunpowder in it but yeah Marcus can't buy. And, and, uh, he says, Chad is awesome. And, uh, I guess he's all right. He's all right. But yeah, we, he hung out and, uh, fed a little girl ice cream at 10, at uh, 10 PM. <laughs> this little girl. I won't, won't give him the detail. This is this little six-year-old da- uh, girl, not his daughter, not none as the, a little girl was in attendance <clears throat> and, uh, I think kids are innocent and, you know. They get to be child once. I said, do you want anything to eat? She got to stay up late with the adults. <clears throat> yeah. I said, well, let's go into the fridge. I said, do you want a pickle? No. Do you want some cheese and crackers? No. Do you want a hot dog? No. And I look, I say, do you want some ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> I scoop you up some ice cream, kid, and chocolate syrup, and colored sprinkles, and there you go. And it just got a smile. Like, that's it. Little kid gets ice cream at 10 p.m. So what happens to Cappy's household. Adults, you get broccoli. You're assholes. The kids get ice cream. Me, Mike, five bucks. Right. How's that post-epiphany 304 born again, no eggs, game plan working on now? Oh, you just wait, me, Mike. You just wait. But, hey, he spent his debt equity on you during your youth. Stay single, gal. Uh, Chad Elkins, five bucks. No, no, no. Marcus Brown is the one who saw it. He actually is. Marcus is pretty freaking cool. He He's, he's and the nicest guy comes over. I'm ecstatic. They, they're they on the way back to a place. And then they detour and come visit me. I'm like, hell yeah. And then he's the one that buys me a gift. So it was good to see Marcus. Oh, wait. Marcus. Yeah. By the way, Marcus. Oh, do I have it? Yeah. Here. Yeah. Right here. Hang on. Marcus is, no, this is worthless. Where's the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty? Is this it? No, that's the book of numbers. Wait. Damn it, why do I write so many books? That's somewhere here. Marcus is the, he's he's the model on the cover of uh, the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. <clears throat> so he help me on that. Uh, Marcus, five bucks. I'm trying to get, like Chad, Chad shall have the last laugh. Hey, look, as long as you guys keep attaching $5 to each of the messages you send to each other on the Super Chats, I'm okay with it. You guys can blow each other as much as you want. That's fine. As long as it's $5 a, a blow. How is this guy still here? Like, what's it like your life? Not not you guys, I'm not talking about, but there's like, um, th- there's a, um, a porn site trying to spam the chat room. It's like, what's that like that that's your job? Really? I know it's a robot. Uh, Sky Bel- a uh, new guy, 20 generous dollars. <clears throat> uh, hey, Cap, a couple of expensive crumble cook- cookies on me. Yeah, they are expensive. I've been let down, though, by them. I do. Look- they are the best cookies in the world. The problem is they always change their menu. And the past, like, month, every week they get a new batch of cookies that come in. And the past month, there's been nothing that's been appetizing. Nothing. Uh, so I'm kind of sad because then I got to go to there's other pastry shops in Rapid City but you, know, you go up there and you're like oh boy, crumble cookie I, I put in a retaining wall, I can eat three of these if I want your books helped me change my life and get everything in order thank you, I went from $11 an hour at McDonald's now $54 entry level at Amazon in te- awesome, that's great it not that hard <clears throat> spend less than you make don't have kids you can't afford. Don't major in dumb crap. Don't commit crime. That's it. Aaron, how did you get the black community out of poverty? So I said this four things many times, and then they woke up. <clears throat> they realized, hey, hey, did you notice that every time we do what the Democrats says, we just get poorer? we this crazy fellow on the Internet. With Marcus Brown, the Marcus Brown. Yes, the Marcus Brown is on the cover. Oh, I got to get that. <clears throat> Hey, hey! now we make more than the Asian people. Thanks, Aaron Clary. No, the, the Chuck Norris. Thank you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> that's that's how that guy got an entire race out of poverty. Well, he just told him four things? Four things. What did the white people do? They kept looking at their navel like, I'm going to major in social engineering and try and save the children and, 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 and help snails. Why are we poor? Isn't that what's going to inevitably happen to white people? The the ugly women are all going to be SJW protester teacher types. And what few good-looking girls are going to be internet porn stars, right? And there ain't going to be nothing in between. And, and that would be, I guess you could say it out of all. You know, and then there'll be like this very small sliver of people like engineers and doctors. Like, well, we kind of have a semblance of a normal life. Oh, we're the ones paying all the taxes? Oh. Ain't gotten Well anyway I'm glad you're making very good money Very good money Uh, Sky Belanaris 10 bucks I'm 25 army vet Went through the VA program called VetTech. It launched last year I recommend it to any Vets if they have if they ever come to you For consulting program pays for a coding Bootcamp there we go guys Vet Tech You know what I'm going to put that on the sponsor uh, thing here because that will help out vet vet tech for vets to learn programming there we go all right that'll help out but got no eggs no more eggs she ain't got no eggs all dried up she ain't got no eggs ba 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 <clears throat> I'm cleaning up. Marcus Brown, five bucks. I'll never go to another nightclub unless I'm getting in for free or it's another country where USD affords twice as much. Hashtag Passport Bros. Yeah, I I think the last time I was at a nightclub, it was a good night. Ended up making out with a girl uh, salsa dancing, and this was the one of the stories where she wanted me to come home, and it was 3 a.m. Like we shut it down. I'm like, I got to go to work in five hours, <laughs> and um and she's like an air. Tried refreshing. Oh, okay. I gotta do that. Um oh, hang on, let me screw up. Whoa, 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 whoa. I lost it here. <clears throat> uh and uh it was fun. I mean we closed it. It was First Avenue, which closed it down, and that was it. I have I have no desire to go to loud. I'm even at bars where the, the TV is too loud because they're watching the sports ball. I'll leave. I won't even go. I'm like nope, it's it's just not worth it. I'm I'm very curious how many people under thirty even go to nightclubs anymore. Uh, Beast with red pill for two bucks. Hey, Clary, waiting for an email response. One hundred percent all like yeah. Is it for um shorts or whatever? Yeah, I, I, I just give me time. Just give me time. Um, it and by time it could be next year. Because it's so low on my priority list I am not in the mode of making money I am making enough money And my mode is to go have fun Now like after this I'm going to go And go for a hike um, So that don't I do appreciate it But yeah I have it I have it Marcus Brown two bucks. she still asked to visit again For ice cream <laughs> Kids are so simple man They're so simple do you want to go have fun and get exercise? Yeah, well, clean the room first, then we go. Do you want ice cream? You do. Here you go. Do you want hugs? There you go. Let's go. Do you want to ride in the back of a truck? That's completely illegal, but we're going to do it anyway. We'll just drive around here. Yeah. Do you want to do that? You do? Let's go. Here's some balloons. Let's go do that. That's it. Ice cream at 10 p.m., guys. That's it. Look. You're not going to win them over when they get older, all right? Their their standards and expectations go stratospheric. While you can impress a young lady, <clears throat> impress her when they're young and say, here's a bowl of ice cream at an obscure hour of the day," and they'll love it. They'll love it. And that's the only time women really deserve to be spoiled anyways. When the little girls, little girls, what do you want? You get it. You want to go to a museum? Let's go to a museum. You want to go swim? We'll go swimming. whatever they want, they get. And then once they turn 12 or 13, they won't even want to hang out with you anymore. (laughs) They're only sweet and adorable for so long. And then they grow up and become bitter old adults like us. Hey, Black Kojak is in the house. Our uh, Australian, UK agent in the field. Boo, 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 boo. All right. Now, uh, let us also go to the Twitter Let me also find. Now, this is. Uh, hang on. You know what? I'm going to go take a dump. I'll be back. This is everyone. Go take a break. I'll be back in a second. All right, we're back. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I do not have a life expectancy. Let's get rid of Marcus's here. There, This uh, was sent to me by uh, a female agent in the field. This is one of the longest damn articles. Like I was just started to skim it. I'm like, how long does this go? And it kind of is a a general rule of thumb. The way you could tell someone is lying about, say, something political, it's just being intellectually dishonest or outright lying. In other words, they're they're trying to not be truthful. They're they're masking something. It's no different than, um, let's say, you get a a little infection in your arm. Well, a big response, your body may have a big response to, it and a, a big welt may form around it. Well, trying to get rid of an infection, and that's what a lot of time liars whether they're lying about politics a democrat or whatever it doesn't have to necessarily be like that but you know your sjw types like why why they rationalize why it's okay to discriminate against uh, whites or males or or why it's here's here's a perfect example look at how much words someone like vouch has to use to basically rationalize theft and not working okay So the more words that are going into something is just them trying to engineer a a very complex, intellectually dishonest and immoral, oftentimes lie to mask over a falsehood uh, uh, or an infection or or something bad. And this is one of the longest articles. And I'm not going to read through it It is by Lindsay Chanel. Um, You can look her up. She's a nobody. Uh, I ain't no she Writing for USA Today, which at one time was like a reputable publication, now it's just it's gutter punk garbage. Um, <clears throat> and I have more subscribers. And again, I am not a professional journalist, but neither is she. Um, and she her specialty is sports news with feminism. As women athletes compete later into their lives, family planning and fertility take center stage. No. It does not take center stage. It doesn't take any stage. Um, And hang on, let me put the link in here so you guys can see what this not not the author. Uh, I need you to look at what one of the women look like in the article. She's talking about. Uh, Her name is Kaylee Humphreys. She's a bobsledder. I mean just look at her. Uh she's got tattoos all over her body. Um she looks like a guy. I know physiognomy is not intellectually honest, but yeah, it is here. Uh, you, you just you you could just look at this woman and not and, and spare yourself the 15 minutes it's going to be able to read the article. But it's simple. You see what I'm saying? Why is my arm agitated? You got a sliver in it. Pull the sliver out. Why are, uh, I guess, professional athlete females uh, now frantic and crazy about fertility? Well, it's because menopause. That's it. There's nothing. You have made a choice. You, in in this case, she pursued bobsledding. (laughs) And you did not choose motherhood. Which is fine. You could. You're you're one of the best bobsers. You're one of the fastest people that pushed the thing down the snow the fastest. Good for you. <laughs> you swung the stick at the ball the hardest. I of oh, uh, uh, <clears throat> but you can't. You can't now complain. Well, I never had family or children. You know, I I can't say. Oh, I, I well, I'm not gonna move to Denver when I'm young. And then when I'm older, say, oh, I never lived in Denver when I was young. I made the choice not to live in Denver when I was young. You can't complain, well, I'll have tacos and not hamburgers. And no, oh, I didn't have hamburgers. Well, you chose tacos. Yeah, but I want ham. And 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 it is again, it goes back to that perfect mental state where where women, thy name is have your cake and eat it too. Which if you don't understand that that phrase which confused me when I was younger. I'm like, "Well, if it's your cake, can you eat it?" It it doesn't mean that. You have to look up <clears throat> what it means uh, in the philosophical sense. You got in other words, a lot of people, but in this particular instance women you want two mutually exclusive events. I want to punch the wall but not have it hurt. I want to drink but not not get a hangover. I uh, and it's fun and entertaining. I'll be perfectly honest. This is part of enjoy the show, part of enjoy the decline, where you watch this is now my generation of people who were under this delusion that they could have their cake and eat it too. Try to wrestle with reality, and you, the way you should approach these articles is: you guys may be angry at the the stupidity of these, the ignorance. And then, of course, the the solution to everything, the solution is just more of other people's money, more government programs to help us out, which I don't know how more government money adds eggs to your your ovary system. I don't know how that works. But what I want people to really, is like when you see people who have made a choice and are not upset that there is an opportunity cost to that choice just suffer and wreathe in pain and that's what they're doing, you should enjoy that. Cause these people ultimately they just want more of your money and preferential treatment and and they want you, the rest of society, to bear the cost of their bad decisions. But I don't <clears throat> even if you were to have government programs of fertility kind of paid for and sponsored by, I don't see how this adds more eggs. I'm I'm just shocked that that women are this ignorant about the nature of menopause and we all joke about running into the wall but this this is a uh, i mean this is falling off a cliff there's a cliff here there's a cliff here this is, it's not a joke a biological fact fi- there is a cliff here you have to do these things before you fall off the cliff in this one regard oh no there's no cliff there why am i falling somebody build me a parachute oh and i want it to continue for And all you could do is watch them fall off the cliff like, well, that's funny. It's funny because they lectured me the entire time they were about to run off the cliff. I said, don't run off the cliff. And they called me misogynist and uh, uh, genderist and uh, bigoted and all that. Splat. Oh, no more eggs. You ain't got no eggs. No more eggs. All dried up. So um I'll only read this as long as it goes, but you, you really just got to look at this. You know, and she thinks it's funny. Like she's doing a funny, she's holding all the syringes. You know, having a kid is. A... <laughs> okay. The first time Kaylee Humphreys plunged a needle filled with fertility hormones into her abdomen. The Olympic gold medalist knew exactly the path that had led to this moment to recap 2010 Olympic gold in two women bobsled, followed by 2014 Olympic gold again. In two women bob, okay. I gotta quit. You can't get, I guess, you, can you sit out a season? <clears throat> There's four years like this. First time, you know, I'm getting pregnant, having the kid, now I got three years to train. There's the 2018 Olympic bronze, also two women bobsled, and finally in February, another Olympic gold this time in mono bob. In between, there were 13 World Championship medals, a move from Canada to America, and a switch to Team USA after Humphrey's alleged abuse alleged abuse by a former Canadian coach. She later became a naturalized U.S. citizen. Uh, suffice it to say, after starting bobsled at 17, Humphrey didn't have much time for a personal life, one of the most decorated Olympians in winter history. And just look, okay, look, I don't know. I don't believe for a second. I, I just... I don't believe you didn't know this was coming. I don't, I don't believe, you know, what, okay, what did the guy ask you out? What happened? I mean, the, the victim narrative has to be put in there. Um, Humphreys loves her sports, but it's not lost on her that you give a lot of your primary productive years to being the best athlete in the building. She told USA Today Sports. Now at 36, Humphrey is let, ready to tackle another challenge, motherhood. And because of her age, she's got to be strategic about it. For decades, women were told that if they wanted children, they'd likely stagnate or even take a step back in their careers. Yes. That's how choice works. I, I want a sports car to go fast. Well, you're not going to get fuel efficiency, but I want a fuel efficient car. That's, it doesn't exist. I know, I know. I'm the one banging my head against the wall here. Well, previous generations of athletes were often encouraged to wait until retirement to start a family. A new wave of women is eschewing that line of thinking. Uh, Have fun. (laughs) I don't know. Deny gravity all you want. I don't care. Put your hand on the hot stove. To wit, less than a year after giving birth to her daughter, Serena Williams. Oh, are we doing the anecdotal evidence? Widely considered the best tennis player of all time, which she probably is, uh, returned to the court and played in her 10th Wimbledon at 37. Uh, Allison Felix, the most decorated athlete in the history of track and field. They had her daughter in 2018 and three years later at the Tokyo Limp, won a bronze at at age... Well, oh, both women suffered life-threatening complications during delivery. All right, but they had children before they retired, right? Seems to me they did it right. They knew... There was a cliff and um, I mean the complications I don't know life threatening were they see, I don't know were they really life threatening or are you just trying to make this more sensational? Hang on, I'm losing my voice, and this goes on, and it's just again. Trying to cover up a falsehood. uh What's more, professional women's leagues, teams, and organizations are paying attention, trying to help. In a groundbreaking move, the Women's National Basketball Association's latest collective bargaining agreement includes a variety of progressive motherhood and family planning benefits. With veteran players able to get reimbursed up to sixty thousand. Sixty thousand? Oh, she a British? It said it's sixty comma zero zero. I think she meant sixty thousand. And you just oh yeah, because then you put five thousand down here. Okay, so you didn't screen you didn't you didn't audit this article it's stuff like that surrogacy and fertility treatments including egg and or embryo freezing maternity leave is now paid at 100% and current mothers receive $5,000 child care stipend annually Uh, meanwhile in the NWSL I don't know what that is a handful of teams including Racing Louisville and the Portland Thorns, and the Chicago Red Stars. What, uh, Soccer League? Have partnered with Fertility cr- Clinics Aid players in freezing their eggs and or embryos. Uh, everybody came from a woman that we're not here without women, Nikita Ugwamike, for, a forward from the Los Angeles Sparks and president of the NWPBA. Acronyms. Uh, told a podcast negotiating the CBA. It occurred to me that there's so much these moms do not have. Do you have husbands? Man, you girls are gonna you're gonna have it all and end up with nothing by the time you're dead. You really are. You're gonna have one thing and nothing else. You're gonna howl at the moon that you couldn't have. Had. If you did it right, you could have it all. I even have a video on how you can have it all, but no one wants to listen to that. <clears throat> With the responsibilities that women have to be both mothers and also be working. Um have to be? No, it's a choice. We have to create resources to empower women in all their roles. Uh fertility. Well, that's fine if you want to pay them. No, I'm I'm all for it. If you as the employer, you want to pay for that, that by all means. that and that's nice of you, too. Fertility treatment, awful set women back tens of thousands of dollars. I thought these women were highly paid professionals. A price tag that cuts deep when you consider the paltry salaries and considerably smaller endorsement deals professional female athletes get compared to their American counterparts. I hmm, wonder if that's the real world trying to tell you something. Ah, screw the real world. This is 100% a pay equity issue," said Humphreys, who will complete her second round of fertility treatments this week. A process... That has set her back about twenty four thousand cumulatively, the equivalent to her Team USA stipend for one year. <laughs> Look, dude, you get to play a game your entire life. There, there's a financial cost to that. You you don't get paid as much. You get you get to play your hobby. I, you know, what 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 if, How about you find a husband <clears throat> who could help pay for that? Did you want to get? Oh no! I the cluelessness, cluelessness, the other lack of self self awareness is just so enjoyable. I and and don't tell me for a second that your tattoos are not a reflection of just how miserable you are inside. Maybe you don't personally understand it. Maybe you're not consciously aware of it. Maybe it's like you cry yourself to sleep. But, man, you know, mutilate your body some more. Just knock knock it out. Here, would you like a case of fentanyl? Here, you need some guns? Here, have some heroin. Have some more tattoos. Get get a nose piece. Whatever whatever it is you got to do. Um... Humphrey suffers from a stage four endometriosis, a painful disorder where uterine tissue grows outside the uterus. Wait, you're saying with age comes medical complications. I have a question. Hang on. Let me look up the lady, um, <clears throat> the author. uh, Lindsay, do you honestly believe this BS you're writing or is it kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge? You know what you're writing just to rile. I mean, you're just trying to go for clicks. Is it clickbait or do you actually believe this? See, the stuff I write is backed up by numbers. You know, like the book of numbers, there's numbers in here in statistics. It's not shtick. Is this shtick? Is this like earmate good? One plus one doesn't equal three. Patriarchy. Is is that is that what you're trying to do? Uh Scrolling back to where I lost off. Uh, Where embryos, implants outside the uterus, typically in the fallopian tube. If not caught early and treated expediently, ectopic pregnancies can cause major internal bleeding and sometimes result in death. How is this society's responsibility? Because you're ultimately asking somebody, not the person to bear the cost, right? Right now, now, the employer can pay for that if they want. I understand that. <clears throat> but is this really patriarchy? Really? Do you dare blame patriarchy and societal structures? This is nature. I want to know what it's like being so delusional and living a lie. What's that like? I got nice storage over in my garage. I tell you about the nice storage, and then I put the final block. My retaining wall, and I'm probably gonna go hang out with the old timers over in Vegas with the black dude Herman, the the stereotypical skinny Vietnam veteran who's going gray with his Mercedes, and we're all gonna have a good laugh and enjoy life. What? What is? What? Why? <laughs> why? Why are you here? I mean, I got my problems, but I don't wake up. I'm not six foot seven and an NBA player. Why can't I sleep with big-titted redheads? Uh, this makes the in vitro fertilization the safest route for Humphreys. The difference between IVF and egg freezing is the inclusion of sperm. But because her insurance company has deemed an elective procedure, she and her husband, Travis Armb- Brewster are paying the cost out of pocket. Well, it's your kid, isn't it? What's worse for... T- that's not worse. That's fair and just what's worse they could have gotten a uh, an insurance policy that would have covered it right <clears throat> what's worse oh my god woman has got to pay for their crap call the crisis hotline this is such a childish that's ultimately what it this is childish this is naive and childish what's worse fertility treatments and plan- family planning are an emotionally and physically taxing process that can be full of heart-wrenching turns how is that? It is what it is. <clears throat> Patients spend weeks on medication, including daily shots, to get their ovaries to produce as many mature eggs as possible. Eggs are harvested, and then, if doing IVS, sent to an embryologist. I, okay, here's a qu- just dumb economist to me. This sounds like a very time consuming process. Would it have not cost less time and therefore taken less time out of your career? I mean, it's a serious math question. Would it have not been better to do this at 19, 20, 21? We just got pregnant the old fashioned way. And then you would have netted yourself more time and money that could have been spent pursuing your career. Oh, but then I wouldn't have been able to pursue my career. I would have had to raise my kids. Okay, so your career is more important than your children. Let's ultimately look at what the actions are telling. Guys, look, just look at your moms. Okay, I think we're old enough now. We've had enough generations of moms now. Look at your mom's choices. Did she work while she was while you were a child? The career was more important than you. And you could argue the stuff they bought was more important to you because usually when they it's a lie that you need two salaries to raise children. That is a lie. Go get poor Richard's retirement. <clears throat> they are buying things and stuff, namely cars, housing that they can't afford, and usually more modernly, student loan debt. And if someone fought, fi- and by the way, your dad doesn't love you as much as his stuff either. Right? If you have two parents working, your parents essentially love themselves more than they loved you because they bought things in their past before they had you. If they really love their children, one parent would stay home. Mother, or father, it doesn't matter. That's not the case because most parents honestly love their lifestyle including material purchases their worthless degrees their careers or whatever the prestige is the status that comes with the career more than they love you and this is very clearly honest that women love their sport their career their hobby more than they love you if they love children more they would have had you and then they would have pursued their, their career maybe they would have only gotten three gold medals instead of five okay but it's more important to this woman to be the fastest, go down the hill on the box with the skis person than it is to be a mother. That is the action that, that right. That was the most important thing. And that's fine. Just don't like, Oh my God, you know, there's problems. I, what was some? Hang on. broke this out a long time ago for all you female athletes that don't know how menopause works <clears throat> and the journalist I'm probably making real violin players pained right now how I'm handling this. <clears throat> let me scroll back up. Um, I dedicate this song to you, Lindsay Schnell. Uh, let me get back to where I was. That makes in vitro fertilization the safest route for Humphreys. Oh, uh, wait. What's worse, fertility treatments and family planning are emotionally and physically taxing. That can be full of heart wrenching turns. That was good. <clears throat> Patients spend weeks on medications, including daily shots to get their ovaries to produce as many mature eggs as possible. Eggs are harvested. And then if doing IVS sent to an embryologist, lost my stick. I, don't these things are slipping. I know there's just going to be more whining in this, this article. That's why I got to get this ready. How do you do, you do it this way? <clears throat> on average, about half of the eggs retrieved are mature enough to implant within the sperm. Uh, No, I don't need that. God darn, it pops up. Uh, After days of lab growth and monitoring, patients get details on how many viable embryos they have. Success rates can vary widely by clinic. Patients watch the number dwindle while simultaneously hoping it remains as high as possible. Wouldn't that be horrible? (laughs) Aren't you glad you're not them? Humphreys harvested 48 eggs in her first retrieval, which resulted in three viable embryos currently being stored in Texas. It could be a game of failure, a particularly rough reality for someone. Oh, it could be a game of failure, a particularly rough reality for someone who's achieved incredible heights in her profession. My body has failed me, Humphrey said. It's so hard as an athlete to know that. So sorry for you. You didn't know. Pushing a cardboard box down a hill had consequences. Don't fall on me now. go. Yeah, let's put this back up. And there she is. She's so happy. She got her gold. Hey, you got your gold trinket, huh? You got a gold disc and you got a bouquet of flowers. Oh, good for you. It Oh, it takes a physical toll, too. Even for some, for some of the most fit people on the planet, before NWSL season started in March, Becky Sauerbrunn, a defender for the Thorns, a captain of the U.S. Women's National Team, stepped away from a game to freeze her eggs. She paid for it herself as the Thorns' partnership with the fertility clinic hadn't been finalized. <clears throat> well, that's fine. Essentially forbidden from working out, Sour Brun was told to keep two feet on the ground at all times, basically, and to not get your heart rate above 160. Unusual instructions for world-class class athlete. Because ovaries enlarge during IVS, there's a risk that physical activity could lead to ovarian torsion or twisting, a rare but dangerous condition, condition that could require surgery and lead to the loss of the ovary. Side effects from hormone and treatments include headaches and drowsiness. It's typical to gain weight during IVF, IVF treatments, too. Uh, Humphreys said she was the most out of shape I've ever been leading up to her first egg retrieval. As an Olympian who regularly drug tested, her treatments came with an extra twist as she had gotten permission for bobsledding governing bodies before shooting up with hormones. <laughs> Let me tell you about my. Now completed retaining wall and the no worries that come with it. This makes any and all fertility procedures an off season project. One women athletes wish was talked about more, and it's not just a conversation about how expensive it's going to be, but where and how athletes can get support. I don't know yourselves. <clears throat> It's not fair that elite female athletes feel like they have have to choose between family and a career, Sauerbrun said. Organizations have to be cognizant of that. Humphreys agreed. A lot of us don't have endorsement deals and money is a big stopping point. She said, if you're an athlete, are you going to put $15,000 towards a new coach, new equipment, or harvesting your eggs? Because it costs roughly the same. And if you're 25, you're probably going to choose the coach or equipment. The sadness. Such the sadness. Team USA, Humphrey points out, has more than 50 medical experts on its payroll, but none specializes in fertility. That needs to change, he says. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> we can go on. Um, that went, uh, saw Ramey, Plant Freeze Eggs, uh, Seminar. They went over how after 35 there's a steep decline in fertility, and I was sitting there as a 36 year old thinking I really need to get on this. You're all the same as these boomer people that came in, like, well, I'm 62, it's time to get serious about retirement. Like, what? <clears throat> I gotta imagine athletes, like you took more health classes, right? I, I, I and in, in a larger question: What you really, you, you, I guess you girls don't know about menopause. I understand school was boring and maybe sex ed. You didn't want to do it, but you, you didn't know menopause. Really? You, maybe you just didn't pay attention. I. It's it's children. We're dealing with little children who made bad choices. You know, I didn't know I had to save for retirement. I didn't know I should commit crime. I didn't know I should wrap it up and not get a girl pregnant. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know eating a ton of food led to obesity. How are you all so stupid? <clears throat> I mean, really, it's like the guy who gets his foot amputated because he couldn't stop eating got diabetes and the blood minima or someone who smokes cigarettes and gets lung cancer. Except these people at least have the good graces not to go and whine to the world and expect, I need help. Um, on a podcast earlier this year, Sauer Bruin admitted that she was nervous to tell her employers, in this case, the whatever team she plays for. That she'd been sidelined for a few weeks, and anxiety many working women can relate to. At 37, Sour Bruins, not yet considering retirement, so she's not sure when she might use those eggs. She knows nothing is guaranteed, but also she doesn't have to look far to find a success story. Here comes that glimmer of a—here's where <clears throat> the women are going to lie to their fellow women. Uh, just 170 miles north up Interstate 5, WNBA All-Stars, Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird, both from the Seattle Storm, have talked openly about freezing her eggs. Stuart froze hers a couple years ago, recovering from an injury. She was 25 in Harvard. See, she was smart. She was smart. She knew it. See, and there's a woman that actually does care about children. She's like, well, hey, I know that the eggs have to be done earlier than later because there is a quality of eggs. <clears throat> Bird was 38 when she did it and got 10. Um, Bird and Stuart encouraged to do so by their agent, Lindsay Kagawa Colas of Wasserman. Uh, thank you to Lindsay. Lindsay's telling these girls the truth, who represents multiple N- uh, NBA athletes about her own fertility. Ba ba da ba da. Ba 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 boo. More talk. More women celebrating plastic trinkets they got uh, by kicking the ball through the net really well. Ah, uh, good. Congratulations, girls. <clears throat> Got no eggs, no more eggs, all dried up, gone, no eggs, all dried up. And then what's good, I don't, just, just so you know, boys and girls, the children statistically are not going to be professional athletes. There might be some, I don't know if you knew this, there's complications with older births of, of the women, I mean. And then when it's Frankenstein, science fiction, IVF, there are other complications. I'm not saying this because I hate the girl. It's quite the opposite. You want to know someone who actually gives a crap about you girls, it would be me. Not not the people writing the articles or lying, trying to obfuscate. <clears throat> oh my god, nature's so bad. But uh, it is a fact the older you get, there's higher complications, and when you have a complex i v s there's gonna be more complications and a risky kid is gonna have special needs, and that's putting it lightly. I gotta do a victory dance. I just gotta do a victory dance i, I look i don't I didn't want to celebrate this movie, but since it is the only one on on playing in theaters. I'm gonna enjoy it. <laughs> And for you girls, like, look, ladies, I know the the hive will punish you. I don't know what, what they don't beat you up. But if you want to be stay at home moms and you want to be a mother and you want to fall in love and you want just could you just actually be a brave, strong, independent woman and buck the trend and tell these feminists to F off. <clears throat> if you want you just be honest with yourself. No, I want to be a stay at home mom. And then then do it and be happy with your kids and then pursue a career, a professional athlete or not. I mean, I know everyone gives Allie, real fem sapien, a lot of guff, but she's honest. She's going to be happier. I should get her. Allie, if you're listening, we got to get you on about bucking the feminist brainwashing the hive. I, I, I got, you know what? I'm going to write that down. I'm going to put that on my to-do list and, and like soon that's, that's important. I want to know, uh, here's my to-do list. There we go. I'm, I'm wondering, no, I, now just so you guys know, I, uh, believe I don't believe in the feminists and women in general the hive through social pressure pressures women to go against their biological imperative to be a, a wife and a mother I think it's reverse I think women's general biological imperative though to have children is there I I do not believe women want to be traditional I don't think that's in their nature and now that technology, government programs, employment, et cetera, has freed them from men. Now you can see by choice, it, it, they obviously don't want to have kids that much. The choices they make are this. I think that's real. I don't think the feminism <clears throat> is a force that somehow hoodwinked women into abandoning their biological imperative. I think that is the manifestation and consequence of the philosophy that derives from now that we don't need men, here's what we really think about you. That's what I think. That being said, I do believe there are some women, a group of women that deep down inside do want to become traditional women and housewives, etc. But maybe there's too much social pressure. That's what I'd like to investigate with Allie. Uh, So there you go. And for you girls, like, look, I've said it before. You know, I I know some guys, if you're interested and you're good looking, don't even bother if you're not good looking. Shut up. If you're fat, don't bother. You're not good looking, don't bother. You're not willing to have long hair and be feminine, don't bother. You, oh, I don't like sex, don't bother. But if you're attractive, young gal, you want to get married, you're, you're willing to be pretty, you are go. I have guys for you, good quality men. I even set up Vlad Alcum's with a couple girls. I got, I got Vlad Alcum's laid like three times. It's a miracle. <laughs> Man, women are always getting on uh, no standards. None whatsoever. <laughs> They'll sleep with anyone. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, if you want that life, you can have it. And you only got one. And if you're being pressured by feminists, I mean, why don't you be a real feminist and tell them to f off? But I'm thinking that's the minority of women. I think that's less than a quarter of women out there. So I'd I'd love to have Ali on. It would be all right. <clears throat> uh the girl still asked for ice cream let's get to the final super chats uh beast with red pill hey beast in the meantime like you you offer this service to other people right if other people want to reach out to you to have you do shorts and other uh, social media it work i mean is do you have a website or something like at least let me help you out that regard so for those of you out there that would have, you know, let me know what you, you can't just offer short videos, right? There's something else you got to do. <clears throat> um, Yeah, it's all, uh, all good, Aaron. It's also, it's more than just shorts about timestamps, clips, betterment thumbnails, right? Yeah. All the SEO stuff. Uh, Keep up the stream. Space. Yeah. It, well, give me a link, man. At least I could put you on the, uh, the, the sponsor list. So that way you get some, some, uh, some monies. Get the monies. Uh, Chris Priv, three bucks, money for lunch break entertainment. Well, no problem. Thank you, Chris. I'm going to go and get a hike in. Marcus Brown, five bucks. She looks like a steel worker named Todd. Yeah, she does. You probably know a steel worker named Todd being in Chicago. Yeah, I I mean, just look at her. It's like, what? okay, fine. It's too late. She's almost 40, and that's the way. I mean, she did get married, so <clears throat> she's got that. Whether well, she'll stay married is another thing. Uh, Eric Burns, Marsh, five bucks. The cliche needs to be updated for our Marxist society. They're going to eat their cake and steal ours, too. Yeah, but fine, they're going to steal ours, but it's not going to. They They won't have anyone's cake. They're going to eat all the cake, but they still won't have the cake. You could throw a billion dollars at one single woman on fertility treatments. If she's out of eggs, she's out of eggs. That's it. And I, I'm, I'm kind of inclined, let's say through technology, largely produced by men, and lots of government funding and a lot of education, a lot of programs. They tell the girls, like, they don't even bother with, with girls about sex ed. They're like, you need, they're telling girls at 12 or 13, look, your career comes first. And then you're going to need to freeze your but You need to freeze it when you're 25. And, and you could have that part of the benefits of compensation packages. It could be uh, free clinics at universities. You could give all these girls that, and it could be hundred percent guaranteed. You will have a child of your own and you could do your career first. They will find something new to complain about. There'll be some other injustice about reality. And they're going to scream at the gods and they're going to demand society either through technological investment huge financial investments, solve that problem too. But the, here's the, and then there'll be a, an even more spectacular multi-trillion dollar problem that has to be solved after that. At the end of the day, you know what? They're miserable freaking people who will never be happy. They're never going to have because their happiness is contingent. Completely reliant upon having their cake and eating it too on an impossible, mutually exclusive, dual or triple kind of co uh, uh, co concurrent existence of events. I want to be fat, but I want to sleep with Jason Momoa, and I want to have kids, and I want to two and a quarter million, and 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 it doesn't it doesn't end, it doesn't end, and. Here's where I will say they they're going to be happy is that you're probably going to be happiest being a stay at home mom and married with children, even if that isn't what you want biologically, because that's what's happened so many times. It's rote rehearsal that there will be an, a reward at the end of it when you have children and grandchildren. <clears throat> but I I for one enjoy the misery and the insanity of watching people. Trying to live in not reality. Living delusional lives. I enjoy it. If they kept to themselves and didn't ask me for money, I'd be fine. I'd I'd, I'd be sympathetic. I'd be like, hey, you know, you really ought to. But no, everything requires more money. And then us normal people getting called names for trying to point out the truth. I'm fine. Have fun with the hormones. Have fun worrying and watching that egg count go down. I'm laughing my freaking ass off at you. And we would have, we would have, but you don't want to hear it? Okay. And then what? The kid comes along. Well, you're gonna raise the kid. not you raise the kid. Kid's gonna have mental problems, gonna probably likely maybe have physical problems. And your life is over. That's it. And then think about that. You get a kid but you're so tied up in the value that you push the, the cardboard box on the skis fastest down the hill that you're not able to enjoy anything else. Oh, wow, <laughs> you kicked the sphere into the net. Who was it? Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, great comedian, but you want to talk about a man? He made his millions early in the nineties, right? And then he quit. You know why? Family. Wanna raise his kids. Kids grow up. You know, or at least now he's back. There there's a guy who's got it right. There's a guy who's got it right. Guy should be father of the year for that alone. I mean, and even you think about that being a comedian, that's not like a full time you could you could scale that back. You could like only do a part time schedule. You know, like do weekend gigs. He could, he could have still done comedy. You no, know, he took all the time off. Dragon breath, bad dragon breath. Ten bucks, hey Aaron. I live in a rural area with a hundred thousand job uh, income job, and I enjoy. Unfortunately, there aren't many young people here. I'm torn between leaving for a social life and having a good job. Help. Well, if it's oh, you're you're stuck in the rural area. I okay. Here's what I want you to do, man. What I want you to do is take some of that money and you go travel to big metro areas. And, and for I would say pick one, pick one that's the closest, right? A good sized metro area. And your your job is to go to that metro area every weekend and participate in the social activities. Try a meetup group. Uh, yeah, drop the money if you got to fly or drive, whatever. Hopefully you have someone in town you could crash with. And I want you just to try and go and have social in the big city. You see how fun that is. Go to the nightclubs. Go to a sports ball event. Uh, Ask girls out. Say, I'm going to be in town this week. You want to grab coffee? You go, go do it. See what happens. That would be worth dropping 25 grand on. I'm not joking. In one year. You're like, oh, really? I can go have fun. Yeah, go drive, have fun. See what it's like. And then what I'm going to guess is when you realize... That social life sucks. There's no social life. People are losers. They stay at home. They watch the prawn. No one goes out. No one works out. No one has fun. Girls aren't that good looking. You're going to get stood up. You know, you'll have success. If you ask out enough girls, you will have success. You say, is it worth it? And then, and then I want you out of year. You say, <clears throat> did I have fun? And then when you say, no, no, I really didn't. It wasn't worth it. Then I need you to realize that's every major metro in the United States. It wasn't you picked the wrong town? It's not that you did something wrong. You could have tweaked your strategy. Nope. That is the real world. That is, And then you'll know, oh, I'm happy and content with my, I like being in the Shire. It's nice here. And you're not missing out on anything. Boy, these uh, porn sites really do want to, run their thing don't they all right i think we're winding down uh production of cook county seven nine six three thank you for the twenty dollars uh yo Aaron, just doing deliveries and i'm about to head to hyde park from orland park uh just now where's hyde park why do i know where that is just now found your video, Let Women Have Corporate America. Yeah, there you go. Homie, you're a literal prophet. I've had that same mentality for two years now. Yeah, go watch that, Let Women Have Corporate America. I wrote I wrote an article and then I read it. Maybe I had someone else read it because I don't have that great of a voice. But you really, especially now with, with diversity and inclusion training. And By the way, that doesn't matter if you're a minority or woman or not. Uh, our team, you don't do that. You don't tolerate it. Not because of principles or anything it's like, no, this is a waste of my time. No one should suffer that 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 pain. Uh, but if they're if they're going to make it a not meritocratic environment where women in this particular case are promoted over everyone else, forget, why would you participate in that? And you're like, but but that's unfair. They took corporate America. Corporate America wasn't worth taking. It wasn't worth holding on to. It was a nightmare. It was not fair. Already it wasn't even meritocratic beforehand. It was a political cocksucking nightmare. Women wanted to, here you go, Cheryl. Have fun in Facebook. You are having more fun. Have fun. You're enjoying your life a lot more just making deliveries, man. Hang. I got to find out Hyde Park. Why do I know where that is? Is that the Gold Coast? There's Hyde Park. Why do I know Hyde Park? Oh, Hyde Park. That's on the south side. Yeah, it's by the University of Chicago. That's where uh, uh, Obama and Jesse Jackson live because they're so poor and they're down with their people. Yeah, that's a nice part. Yeah, down there. Don't step out too far. Um. Yeah, it is. I really love that Lakeshore drive. That was fun. When I had my convertible, I'd drive that up and down Highway 41. That was nice. Sarah Mahmood. Yeah, Athel, letting the girls in again. Five bucks. Best place to live out west. 90% plus white Hispanic population, median cost of living near nature and health co- conscious. <clears throat> Are you asking? I guess you're asking. Best place to live out. Well, get reconnaissance, man. I can't see. I can't tell you what's good for Sarah Maho- Mahmood. Mahmoud. You got different tastes. Um, uh, but best place. I mean. Uh, ninety percent white Hispanic. I think Vegas. I'd say I, for me personally, Vegas. I love Vegas. Phoenix is nice too. Tucson is okay. Gets a little hot. Um, Saint George, Utah is all right. Salt Lake City is okay. I'm I'm just thinking major metros. Spokane, Washington. Uh. I mean, if you're okay with a smaller town rapid City's all right obviously I like that, but I have unique tastes about geology. Denver is fine uh, or, you know i Colorado in general, if you don't make that much money and you you don't wanna you know you stay out of denver grand Junction you you gotta go, you gotta explore man i i uh, I would avoid <clears throat> New Mexico altogether not a lot of New Mexico. Uh, But yeah, you got, you got to go, got to go do, go drive around, Sarah. Find yourself a cowboy, huh? Get yourself an old rich cowboy. He got himself a piece of Middle Eastern tail there. I'm just going to assume you're Middle Eastern. And you're like, ooh, cowboy, how you doing? And his name is Billy Boba Brain. That's a, from Animaniacs. Yeah, ranch. Yeah, and you ride horses, rustle cattle. I know, and health, health conscious, health conscious. That's up to you. It's not, it's not up to the city. You here, stay out of Oregon, like Portland. Stay out of Seattle. Stay out of Tacoma. Stay out of California. Period. Reno's nice. Check out Reno. Yeah, but get get reconnaissance, man. That that'll go through do's and do nots. they will save you a ton of money, lots of money. Uh, scrolling, 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 keep the, da, da, da. Michael, a uh, hundred Czech dollars. I'm 34. And for the last year, I've had no luck finding a normal woman. Only fat women are single mothers. I'm six foot point one own house athletic. Should I focus on making money instead of chasing one Yeah. I mean, kind of depends on where you are. I mean, if you're in the Czech Republic, I don't know how westernized it's gotten. Um, you're athletic. Should I focus? Yeah. I mean, there's things you can do. I mean, there's always tailoring. A lot of guys, you'll you'll have all the check marks, but you lack charisma and charm. You need to have a personality. And for that, I'd strongly recommend realtroyfrancis.com. Troy Francis is a colleague of mine. But um, last year, no, I found one single month. I mean, how many girls have you asked out? If you want, here's another book for you to read, the book of numbers, but particularly the last chapter. Now, the numbers are American-based, so they won't apply to the Czech Republic. Um, but the last chapter reverse engineers what you can do to have the high statistical increase on your chances with women, <clears throat> the number one of which is asking out more girls. Now, forget the rejection. You should get to the point you're immune to rejection. The real cost there is you got to it's you gotta kiss a lot of frogs. So now you're going out on lots of dates and you basically going to ask out 10 girls, three. What is it? Seven. Well, for me at my peak game, seven will say yes, but let's just go with regular. Three will say yes. One of those three is going to show up. And uh, one in 10 has been my experience are going to actually sleep with you. Uh, So you're now in the hundreds of asking out girls to get laid once. uh, Which is kind of the numbers game. So, you know, is that where and, and how many dates you gotta go on 10 dates to get laid once? That's another rule I remember like 10 dates, 10 girls, 10 girls, not 10 dates with one girl, <clears throat> 10 different girls you have to date to get laid with once. It's a pain in the ass, a lot of time. What is CZZDUSD? Uh, four cents. That's uh. Hang on, let me do the math. 0.04 times 100. Was that $2.50? Oh, four bucks. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it would help to know if you're in um, the Czech Republic or not. But I- in general, it's it's only going to get more difficult for men around the world as the internet and feminism and technology and all this other stuff advances. As welfare states grow, I honestly think girls just don't like guys that much. And feminism is the manifestation, the philosophy the philosophical school of thought, the, the school of philosophy that manifests from that biophysiological genetic rea- uh, reality. It is not the other way around It's not the cart before the horse. <clears throat> and, um. Yeah, I mean, you should always be focusing on making money. Focus on yourself because you'll improve yourself, and that statistically inche- increases your chances with women. But you do have to ask women out. No more eggs. Bah, bah, bah. Dung is fun. Hey, I was listening to Better Bachelor. You're all over the place, man. Two bucks. You're getting good at playing that. I'm I'm pretty good at that. Fine one. Pretty darn good. Oh, the sadness. So sad. I'm 47 and I can't have children. So sad. Just be there, you you know. Just be T-Rash. What is what is the Czech version of T-Rash? What what is T-Rash? All right. Last super chat. Bring in your super chats. Bring in your poor um i'm gonna close that out let's do the final sponsors all right um if you guys want to help out thor and missy with their medical bills missy had a horrific accident she's barely walking now i think they had to file for bankruptcy and they still have some outstanding medical bills um just search thor missy GoFundMe because thor and missy is a unique name if you're kind and charitable, uh, they could definitely use your money. If you're about to go and buy brand name clothes, please don't be a despicable person. <clears throat> if you're going to go get drunk tonight at the bars or later on this weekend, how about you just buy a bottle of booze and drink at home and then donate the $50 to Thorn Missy instead? You, there's a million things good just to help them out. Uh, also, if you guys are interested, um, let me put this in the chat room. Um, so I offer a class that's open all the time through teachable. It's called achieving financial excellence. This is my introductory course for you to start getting your financial act together. <clears throat> you can search achieving financial excellence. That's the name of the title. Um, you can find that on Teachable. So Teachable will get you there. Or you just search the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. I just put it in the chat room as well. It is $99 plus tax. If you are having financial trouble, that's your first step. That's all I'm going to say about it. Take it. And you know what? You're going to drop 99 bucks on stupid crap down the road anyway. So why don't you drop it there? Take the course. It's only about, I don't think it's more than two hours. So it's not too much of your time. But please take that course. Available link below. Um, <clears throat> we've done that business buyer Please visit Dave and contact him before you either buy or sell a business. Pirate Book For those of you who are content creators and you just get tired of people putting your stuff up on the internet for free or torrent, go to Pirate Have Doug send the DMCA notices down so that allows you to go ahead. And work on your uh, content creation, or like me, retaining walls academiccomposition.com go to academiccomposition.com or Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write your college papers for you. You do not have time to write Marxist papers about how you hate being a white male, <clears throat> and the white males, despite creating nearly every technological innovation, are evil, bad people, and on and on and on and on and and, and, and women's in and vagina is just so amazing because it exists. It might get tiring, even if you happen to be of the womans. Mm-hmm. I, I've got to suck for <laughs> Oh, my God. Writing about my vagina again and how great it is to have one. Uh, yeah. Oh, the inner thing of me. Uh, yeah. A plus. Great. Um. Also, if you're looking for a remote job. Who want to work remote? Alex is always hiring writers and marketers. Go to academiccomposition.com and let them know that Cappy sent you. <clears throat> noncommunistsciencefiction.com. My buddy Michael Kingswood is an author. If you like science fiction but you don't like the communist bent, which nearly every science fiction piece has out there, go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com and get a ton. He writes a ton of science fiction. You have lots. He does also um, a fantasy uh, the Chronicles of uh, Glimmervale is his long-running Gerald uh, token uh, thing. <clears throat> BunkerBasics.com. Go to BunkerBasics.com with Bunker Bob. Bunker Bob is the Rud pill resident, authoritative expert on Bunker Basics and survival and prepping. So go there, search his site, you got that. Then we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. You have Pushy Rubber Downhill. You have Piero San Giorgio, Day by Day Cartoon, Canto Tuckster and Silvio Canto, The 405 Media, Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, Masculine Geek, The Goddamn Bacon, Jack Napier's Red Evening, Turd Flinging Monkey, Dr. David Perodin Safety PhD, Safety Doc, Better Bachelor, The Rule Zero Gang, Hotep Jesus, Seven Step Survival, go subscribe to Seven Step Survival with Doug. I'm sure I have others that escape me now. But that is that. Then we have books. My books. You know, Cappy wrote books. I got a lot of books. You know what's a great book people should read, but no one did? How Not to Become a Millennial. It's a great book. It's my best book. It's not under my name. It is under uh, Vince Barrick. There's reasons behind that. Anyway, go get that book, How Not to Become a Millennial. Give it to a young person in your life so they don't become a 40-year-old begging for student loan bailouts. You know, being a 37, God almighty. <clears throat> that alone right there, get your daughters and your the young women you care about in your life. Get them that book so they're not 38. Yeah, did you know it's unfair that nature only gives me so many ovaries or eggs? They also give you only so many. Ladies, did you know, seeing you're unaware menopause, are you aware you only have two ovaries? Uh, Anyway, so how not to become a millennial? Then I got a bunch of other books. Probably flagship book is Bachelor Pad Economics. After you take my, my financial course, Achieving Financial Excellence, there's this book. It's Thick. The reason it's thick is because financial planning. It's not difficult, but there's a lot of aspects to it. And this book goes chronologically as you age through life from the age of 14 to death. I say 74. It says, okay, what should you be doing financially as a teenager? What should you be doing financially in college? What should you be doing financially in your 20s? What should you be doing in your 30s? And, you know, 401ks. All right, this is more of a reference book. People say, oh, my God, it's 500 pages. Like, yeah, but you don't. If you're 24, you don't read the chapter on estate planning because that presumes you're dying and you're planning your will, all right? This is an absolute must and vital book that should be in your library. Please get this. <clears throat> and this will tell you how to implement and the choices to make in your financial decisions, all major, mediocre, and minor financial decisions in this book. And if you do what's in this book, I can't guarantee you you'll be rich, but you will not be poor. Available paperback, Kindle, audio. Also, <clears throat> let's say, my fine young man, you take the finance course. You get the philosophical understanding of why it is vitally important for you to get your financial act together. You then get batch of pad Economics. And then you, you learn the specific actions you are to take at different stages in your life. And you're 32 years old, and you have 150,000 saved up, and you have no student loan debt, and you have a degree in mechanical engineering, <clears throat> and you're you're a mid-level person, and things are going great. You even have enough, a little bit of money to go get that car you always wanted. And then you fall in love, and she just says all the right things, and then you're happy. I'm in love, and then the oops. I'm breakers. And then your life is over because you don't know the cost of chasing women. and so you can have the best financial like battleship ever created. You could have all the right financial moves, all the right financial things, but if you screw up with women, it is over. Here comes a torpedo right in your side, and your USS financial strength and independence is sinking. <clears throat> so before you pursue women, please pursue them wisely and intelligently and risk free. This is probably oh, and then there's the Better Bachelor Edition for you guys who are fans of Joker. See, there's Joker. Better Bachelor Edition. There's two of the editions you can get. This has an intro by Better Bachelor if you like reading and so. I know better bachelor things like that. Um, Please get that book and read it. And the real risk is not so much that, oops, I'm pregnant and get sperm jacked. That, that's, the real risk is you're going to waste all your time and money chasing tail. And not strategically or wisely in a way that's going to actually get you tail. And you're going to cripple your finances together. I know one guy, oh my God, senior engineer, master's in some form of engineering. Son, his fifth mail order bride. They keep taking him for all of his money, and this guy doesn't have enough money. Now he's—I mean, he made like two hundred thousand a year, and this is twenty years ago. I don't know what he made now. And uh, there's risk. It's kind of like flying planes, you know, fl- taking a flight. What's the—you know—this this flying is the safest form of travel, right? What's the riskiest part of a of a of a flight? The ride to the airport and the ride back because there's a higher risk of getting a car accident. Right? What's the riskiest part of your life? Is it? Is it mortgages? Is it student? Is it? Is it uh, <clears throat> credit cards? No. For you guys, it's women. Ladies, your highest risk is majoring in dumb crap. That's not an opinion. It's not a joke. I'm being deadly serious. Men, your risk is the pursuit of women. Ladies, your highest financial risk is majoring in dumb crap. And if if both of you managed those risks appropriately, but God, millions, tens, hundred million, a whole generation would have would have been fiscally liberated, and way better off, way better off. So, and ladies, I got a book for you. Here's here's the book I want the women to read: "Worthless Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major." It's not going to tell you what you want to hear. I know. So never mind. I won't even bother promoting that. But guys, this one right here, please, for God Almighty's sake. Please read that. Oh, I'll have to do fan mail later. I'll do the. I'm tired. I want to go eat, even though it's not that time. Uh, Did I do all the things? Uh, And then, oh, would you kindly go buy my buddy, my buddy's uh, Adam Pickett's book, Pusher, Rubber Downhill. You can find that for that is uh, The Hero's Journey. One of the best books that you can read. Um, Please read that 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 will show you what it is to become a man. And then um, I got to promote Linda Gross's book. I forgot the title, but do tune into Linda Gross's uh, podcast. Look, just Linda Gross's podcast. You'll find her. She has a lot of men on her show and she's one of the few gals that's pro men. All right. Final super chat. Uh, chats patrick wood five bucks hey Cappy, have you heard of the australian nightclubs that banned non-consensual staring how long until it comes stateside yeah i listened to human uh that popped up i'm not a big consumer of human it's uh he's an australian guy yeah i saw that i heard about it um i you shouldn't be going to nightclubs <laughs> just don't go to... look guys Women really don't like you. I'm not I'm not saying it to be edgy. The fact and the truth is already edgy enough. <clears throat> Girls just don't like guys that much. They don't hate you. They just don't like you that much. And, and put yourself in their situation. The sex, male sex drive is so strong, you constantly throw dick at them that it gets annoying. And it can be considered as harassment. I kind of like rethink things a little bit like, oh, I can see that now. Yeah, I could see where I, I, you know, asking a girl out should not be considered harassment or annoying them, <clears throat> but it is harassing and annoying them just the same. And it will get to the point that whatever baby wants, baby gets, because it is very uh, female centric society we have where, you know, you can't wolf whistle. Should you wolf whistle? Probably not. Is it the end of the world? It really isn't. Um. But that's illegal, I think, in France now. Um, I mean, let's let's critically think about this just for a second. Should you spank a woman on the ass that you don't know? Absolutely not. I mean, but is it the end of the world? No. But man, that that'll land you in jail. All right. <clears throat> so what I'm, I'm trying—I'm not trying to condone such behavior in any way. But what I am saying is, view it through women's eyes, which is inevitably going to become the law. They don't want to be bothered, period. I mean, Bumble was, cre- I think the Bumble was the one where women have to reach out to men. Why? They were sick and tired, having dick thrown in their face all the time. And you, you got to really, it, it will help men tremendously to understand women just don't like you that much. They don't. Unless you're an exceptionally attractive man, which statistics, I don't go based off of ballpark. I mean, sometimes you do if there's a lack of data, but we have the data. If you look at swiping data from women, they're only interested in the top 5%, 4.5% technically. <clears throat> they only swipe right on the top 4.5%. So unless you're a top 1 in 20 male, you, you, I'm not saying don't ask girls out. Right? That's not what I'm saying. You got to become a good looking guy and you have to ask out within your range. You ha- like, I always knew I was like between a 6 and an 8, not a 9. Too short for it, so I would. No, I did ask out some really good looking girls, but that's when I was dancing and I I was situational alpha. <clears throat> but like, if I were to go dating again, I'm not bothering with the nines and the tens. I, it, there's just no, no, not waste because you're going to just you're wasting your time and and coincidentally probably annoying them. You got to ask out within your range, so I'd be asking out the sixes and the sevens and maybe the eights. Um. But yeah, women aren't going to want to be stared at. They don't want to be texted. They don't want to be called. They don't want. How? Let's turn it around. Let's look at it from there. How many times do you guys have to be rejected by women to get the hint? They don't like you that much. I mean, I'm even talking good looking. Look, you're Roosh, I think at his prime. on the top of his game, was getting like 30%. Troy Francis, who I think is perhaps one of the most handsome, attractive men that we have in our industry, with the British accent, still only 30%. That means 70%, Troy, I don't mean to guess your statistics, but let me know. The majority of women reject a guy like Troy Francis. They don't like men that much. They just don't, and it, it, it would be to the point, again, if I were to ever go out dating, Yes, I would ask out girls. Yes, it'd be a volume game. Yes, it would be in person, but it it would uh, in terms of like dating, like I honestly I'd be just like, here's my number, give me a call. Like I wouldn't ask for the number. I'm not texting. I'm not fine. if the girl really likes you, she'll contact you. I mean that's that's how I would do it. But keep in mind, I'm very uninvested. Women are not the number one priority. That kind of yeah. Here's my number. Give me a call sometime. And then, and then now now you can go and do your thing. <clears throat> and I think that would be the most efficient and optimal way to do it. Yeah, someone out in public who's within your range. Say, hey, you're cute. I got to go. But look, I wrote my number down. Give me a call. Like, text me. We'll go grab a bite to eat or something. And, and that's about it. Then you're not annoying them too much. You're on your way out. God's sake, don't waste your time on online dating. Just don't waste your time with that. But do realize, like, that girl probably got asked out five or six times, at least online that day. They don't like you that much. So, yes, now they want to go. Okay, here's another angle. I know we're running long. doesn't matter. <clears throat> the nightclub is a... Place of worship for women. Not that the women are going there to worship. They are being worshipped. That is their cathedral. That is their church. That is their um, whatever. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Cathedral maybe. Women go there to celebrate their beauty. To have men fawn over them. To buy them gifts. Give offerings through drinks and attention. The music is very loud so they can't hear you. They dance and strut their youth and their stuff off. They, uh, in a sense, kind of lord their power or magic over the men. It's a celebration of them. I'm beautiful. I'm young. I'm sought after. Society values me. You are literally society is heaping praise upon women in a nightclub. And that's that's the true nature of nightclub. Well, it's also a money-making business. All right. I'm sorry, do you you have time to worship women? And you're not getting laid there, by the way. You're just not. Unless you're top 5%, I'll grant you that, all right? Do you have time for that? I don't worship God. I don't go to church. I don't go to synagogue. I don't go to a mosque. I, I, I tune into podcasts on religion occasionally to get some spiritual and philosophical value out of that, all right? I'm not bowing down to tail. So... One, it's an untenable situation you shouldn't be going to in the first place. And it's to the point where they want to be worshipped, but they don't want to be stared at. Cake eat it too. Did we not just hear the previous article? And they only want to be stared at by, obviously, attractive, which they have ever. So should you be staring at a girl? Probably not. It is rude. Do we need to make a law about it? Apparently so. <laughs> it just, it, Guys, your life is so short. It really is incumbent upon you to realize how little interest women have in you. And therefore, make the corresponding choices in your own life. And when you do pursue women, pursue them wisely, smartly, and strategically. So you have the the highest rate of return and you have the most success. But going where you're absolutely not welcomed you're only there to be taken advantage of. That is like the worst waste of time ever. The worst waste of time. Sam Whiskey. Most American name in America. 10 generous stars. Coffee should be black as hell. Strong as death. And sweet as love. Muhammad Ali. Governor of Egypt. Wait, what? Not the boxer? The governor of Egypt is is actually also named Muhammad Ali. And would it be president of Egypt? I don't know my Egyptian history terribly well. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those guys rolling. Be tall, young, and attractive. Five bucks. Aaron is right. Nightclubs only exist to celebrate female beauty and youth. Yeah. What do you think it is? I have never been lucky to take a girl home from a club. I have been lucky twice. Didn't get late either times. Um, the one, although I I guess technically there was where I could have, but I was tired and wanted to go to sleep. I did make out with girls at nightclubs. That did happen. I'm talking meeting the girls there for the first time. Now, I have taken girls to nightclubs that I had known before. <clears throat> All these qualifications. All right, there we go. Hang on. Where'd it go? I saw a better bachelor mentioned. Good old joker. All right. That's it. Questions, answers, asshole Take a look at my books, buy them and read them. And if you don't have time for my books, take that finance course. It's short. It's sweet. I think it's 90 minutes. It's not more than two hours. And everyone's a 10. Oh, and then while we're here, <clears throat> could you guys kindly subscribe? We're coming up on 100,000. I'm at like 93 and change. If you haven't, please do so already. That's it. And we'll see you guys later. Tools.